All right, we are live. Let me know how the audio is in the live chat. We have Music Guy, we have Ego FTCP, um, yeah, oh, Secular Rarity, OZG. Guys, let me know how the audio is and let me actually get the video. We're going to be reviewing. Okay, there we go. Let me get the video that we're reviewing today. And we're here with Vikram. Hi, Vikram. You're muted. I don't know if you're speaking to me. Hey, uh, can you hear me fine? Sorry. Y yes, yes, we could hear you. Hey, Amin, how are you? Good, good. How are you? So Vikram, Vikram is I'm our is one of our top tier patrons. So thank you for that, um, Vikram. And that's why Vikram requested that we do this review together as a top tier Patreon. And you guys get to come here live on air with me if you want. So we could review videos and, and or talk about anything you guys want. Okay, Secular Rarity and Music Guy is confirming that audio is good. Okay, let me actually play a little bit of a little bit of this video and tell me if you have this audio as well. For the main event for the night, thanks so much for being with us. Do you have the audio from the video as well? All right. Let's get started. I'm just going to start playing. You have that, right? Vikram, you have the audio from this video? From the debate? It sounds kind of like mocked, you know? Yeah, I know. Maybe it's get better. What the hell? Oh, wait, wait. Thank you to Modern Day Debates for hosting, and thank you to Destiny. Better? I want to start with some disambiguation. In this debate, I'm talking about liberalism. Is that good? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, somebody's saying you are ego. Ego FCCP is saying you are awesome, Vikram. Thank you for being a patron. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate oh. it. Oh, that is sweet. All right, cool. Audio is good. Much better. As a moral and political philosophy that embraces two core. Should I play this on double speed, given how long this is? Do you think people can? It depends on the audience, I guess, right? Guys, can you guys keep up if I play it on double speed? Let me know in the double chat and in double chat in the live chat. Values, individual freedom, and equality. This means that liberalism as discussed in academic context is broader than just left-wing politics. A person could be right-wing in an American political context, but still be liberal in the sense that he believes in freedom, equality, democracy, etc. So definitions aside, let me state my problem with liberalism as a moral and political philosophy. The problem with liberalism is that it fundamentally conflicts with human biology and with all traditional cultures and religions, especially Islam. Liberalism deals with this conflict through systematic oppression. He's a, he keeps saying that it goes against biology, right? Let me explain. Liberalism is that it fundamentally conflicts with human biology. And you know, um, one thing you learn about in Islam is that you need to go against your temptations, right? So, and your temptations are bio <laughs> biology, <laughs> right? Like, I don't... Like this, this understanding of like, oh, liberalism goes against your biology, right? But in Islam, you're you're supposed to go against your biology, right? Like, your biology is telling you to look at that girl, like look at her, just look, 
is she's hot. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, no. <laughs> so like the most aggressively, the point, the point is to go against your biology. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. Um, and also like the idea of dunya versus akharat, like, like saying no to this world, you know, I mean, Ramadan is against your biology, right? You're like hungry. You have to eat. Like, I'm hungry. Like, nope, you don't. You're like, why? Because, you know, God says so, right? Or like, don't eat pork. And like, but it smells good. It's delicious. Like, you know, don't eat it, right? Like, your biology is telling you to eat it. And you're like, you're not supposed to eat it. And with all traditional cultures and religions, especially Islam, liberalism deals with this conflict through systematic oppression. Let me explain. Existing studies of human biology and psychology show that these two liberal values of freedom and equality are actually universal, and they're endorsed in all human religious and cultural systems to some extent. This includes Islam. However, in traditional cultures, freedom and equality are not the only important values. There are Here's another thing he keeps saying. He's like, in, his, in traditional, he keeps saying that liberalism keeps acting like freedom and equality is everything. Um, but in other traditions, it doesn't, right? Like we care about family, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we don't like, we care about this, we care about that. And I don't know if you guys, if you've seen it, but in previous live streams, I show like, he keeps like saying, oh, the human rights is bad for family. And, and I, what I did is like, I went and showed like in the human rights charter that like family is an important thing, even according to the human rights charter that requires defending. Right. So this idea of like, oh, freedom and equality, um, they care too much about it um, in in liberalism. But in traditional in religions, there are other things that are important as well. That's also like something that he makes up. Um, yeah, like freedom, like. So there, for example, the right to life. So like in he says in liberalism, freedom and equality trumps everything else, and nothing else seems to matter, right? Well, not not really, right? Like uh, there are things that will require you to limit someone's freedom, even based on liberal standards, right? That's why we have the police, right? Um, and then equality, and he thinks like in liberalism, there's this promotion of equality to the point of extreme equality that doesn't make any sense right but the form of equality that liberalism teaches is equality um under the law right not equal in every way so and he keeps misrepresenting that as well as if like as if like liberals are like commies or something like that and also like the idea of equality and um, freedom, they contradict each other, right? To some extent. Because for you to, like, you can't have maximum freedom if you want some form of equality, right? And because how would you get some, you know, some form of equality is by having laws. <laughs> and laws inherently limit freedom, right? So there's that. And the idea of rights, like, oh, human rights, human rights must, like, liberals want human rights and maximum freedom. Like, how could you have rights with maximum freedom? <laughs> rights 
require laws. Laws limit freedom. So no, we don't want maximum freedom for the re for this exact reason why we want right for people to have human rights, right? Other values that are important. Jump in every time you want, by the way, if you have anything you want. To yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, earlier, I had some sound issues, but now it's, everything's fine. Uh, one thing okay. you said earlier before it had this issue, like he was, he brought up the concept of like how uh, about biology or something related to that. That's something that I noticed quite a bit with Daniel is that he's trying to copy the skeptics talking point. The liberals don't care about the facts and all that. So which is why he tried to bring up biology at the beginning, even though he himself, he's not, he does not believe in evolution, right? He's a creationist. Yeah, he's a creationist, but I think he's fair because he's to use because we believe in it. Like, so he can use it against us, yeah. Important. In these societies, people value specific types of relationships, like marriage, like family, like community, like a relationship with God. Countless studies have established that valuing these relationships is part and parcel of natural human psychology. It's inbuilt. The reality is there are certain things that humans naturally crave, that they naturally find moral value in, that they naturally need for their happiness. The problem is that human biology is such that these types of relationships that are valued by human beings, things like marriage, family, community, and religion, these types of relationships include some measure of inequality and some measure of restriction on individual. Okay, but we naturally like orgies as well. God damn it. Like, what do you, are you going <laughs> to, like, is that okay based on your book? <laughs> now, because we like, like, I mean, I think it's okay, just to be fair, uh, just to be honest. But like, I don't think he thinks that's okay. Freedom. One big example is marriage. Humans biologically want to pair bond. They want to form these stable, long-term relationships with the opposite sex. So they get married. But marriage is something that results in restrictions on individual freedom. For example, you have certain obligations towards your spouse, which means you sometimes have to sacrifice your personal wants in order to fulfill those obligations. Marriage you see, you think he's such a gut you. He's like, oh, we want, we want this, but then we have to like restrict ourselves. Oh, liberalism destroyed. Dude, like liberalism has limita limitations on your freedom. Like it does introduce that. Like we're not anarchists. Which also involves some measure of sexual exclusivity, which further restricts your freedom. Marriage also entails division of labor because women get pregnant oh, and have to gotta... nurse. There's also a type of inequality because you have different duties. Restricts freedom. Oh no, liberalism destroyed. For male and female. So this type of sex differentiated pair bonding, which includes these inequalities and lack of freedom, is found in all liberal societies and cultures. Similarly, family life and maintaining relationships with parents, children, grandparents, etc. This is something people naturally value. But again, it requires restrictions on your freedom because you have duties to your parents, to your family members. You have to take care it's of children. so cute how he thinks like restrictions when he says like it requires restrictions of freedom. It's so it's so like oh you think you you think you got us you think like oh no this requires restriction of freedom how can we protect our liberalism as our freedom has to be somewhat restricted oh no we never thought about that Daniel we never thought about that before where were you all this time that we were defending liberalism children when they're young and you have to take care of your parents when they're old. These obligations will often require you to sacrifice your personal autonomy. You also demand respect from your children and they're required to obey you up to a certain age. That all involves some level of <laughs> liberalism does liberalism is like doesn't let you to make your kid obey you. Like oh like if you <laughs> if you like if you tell your kid like go finish your homework. You can't go play video games until you finish your homework. Like that is against liberalism. <laughs> <laughs> liberals, liberals don't let you tell your kid to stop playing video games and finish their homework. Like, you know, hey, you have to finish your vegetables. That's against liberalism. Oh I like. I don't want to spoil it, but he goes. He takes that reasoning into much more extreme regions later on. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Quality. So maintaining family requires these limitations on freedom and equality. Similarly, humans naturally crave community and naturally believe that they are part of a people. They're in the black community, the Hispanic community, Muslim community, Irish community, and humans naturally don't want their people and the traditions Asian and cultures community. of their people to be destroyed. But the reality is community also requires certain types of inequality and lack of freedom. People in a given community- Yeah, have like, oh, requires, this is, okay, here's a funny thing. He's like, it requires some forms of inequality, right? Um, and eventually Destiny points out to him like, okay, inequality is fine. Like we're like, we're not, Liberalism doesn't want to teach you that everything should be 100% equal, right? And his in his review video, he was like, oh, Destiny thinks like um, liberalism is teaching you that everything has to be equal. That's not what liberalism teaches. And like, dude, you were saying that. Destiny is correcting you. And then he realized that how stupid he, like his arguments were. And now he's pretending like he understands, like in this review of his this debate, he was pretending like he understands it and Destiny didn't understand it, even though um, Destiny was the one who pointed this out to him, right? But you can see, like, he, throughout the debate, he acts like liberalism teaches you that any form of inequality is bad. Yeah, and uh, one thing I notice he does is that he mixes up liberalism and anarchism. Because a lot of his criticisms are more like criticisms yeah. of anarchism, but somehow exactly. he just makes, makes uh, like, he mixes them You up. know why? Because, because to attack liberals, to attack liberalism, he goes and see reads other people's content against liberalism, right? Sometimes he goes to borrow some content from like leftists against liberalism, right? And sometimes he goes like to see what insoles are saying about like modernity. And sometimes he goes and um, goes and sees what like far right people have against liberalism, right? And when you go to these circles and read their material, one thing that you get from far right people is that they don't want they they group everything that is not them together, right? So like far right people are idiots, um, and they see like liberals and leftists and anarchists as part of the same satanic cult to <laughs> all of them together, right? So he's like, oh, this they're just just trying to they're just trying to destroy all forms of hierarchy and everything has to be um equal and like well that's not liberals <laughs> you know that's an anarchist like but 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 because he's copying insane people he sounds insane himself traditional norms in terms of shared dress shared language shared rituals so that limits individual freedom and all communities require hierarchies in some form or fashion some communities limit intermarriage some communities require assimilation or limit immigration into their countries all that involves the maintenance of certain inequalities Finally, humans, bi humans biologically have a belief in God. This is established in numerous psychological studies across cultures that academics discuss. He's like, he keeps saying, like, I'm not doing appeal to nature. I'm not doing appeal to nature. And then he does appeal to nature. <laughs> like, constantly does appeal to nature. Constantly. And uh, it's weird, too, because as we said earlier, like, he does not believe in evolution or, like, like these natural sciences and all that. So it's like, how does he, well, I mean, how does he link that, he, you know? He does believe in natural sciences um, to some extent, right? But he doesn't believe the explanation of it is like, like, I think he accepts the findings. He just thinks that, you know, it, it, it probably could be explained in a, not from a non-evolutionary perspective, right? Like he's not like, he's not like, if the findings show this and this and that, he would be like, okay, the finding does show that. You know what I mean? He does accept that, I think.
Vera Petrovich, Aya Narenzian, and others. But again, belief in God leads to a lack of equality because people believe God is above like, them. Like, for example, naturally, we like we are pre-wired for violence and rape as well, right? None of that we don't like. We don't endorse those things just because we're predisposed to do to want those. And that God requires some form of obedience and worship. This involves restrictions on one's personal freedom. People have obligations to pray, to fast, to do rituals. These obligations detract from individual freedom. So we have marriage, family, community, and God. And maintaining these relationships and the social institutions associated with these relationships requires some measure of inequality and some measure of lack of freedom. And that's a big problem for liberalism. And this is exactly why liberalism is hostile to all traditional societies and cultures, but especially Islam. But it gets worse because liberalism doesn't just say freedom and equality are good things. If that's all that liberalism said, that wouldn't be a problem because everyone, including Muslims, agrees that freedom and equality are great things to some extent. But what liberalism actually says is that we need to maximize freedom and equality above all else. And if maximizing freedom and equality means the disillusion of other... See, like he's such, he, he was so dishonest in his review video, which we're not going to watch because that one was five hours, right? But he was like, he, he, he acted like he was like, he didn't say that liberalism is like maximizing equality after destiny, like embarrassed them about this. Right. But we can see, like, I was like, did I misremember that? Like, why are you turning this on his head? Like he was like laughing at destiny. It was like, <laughs> destiny is a liberal. He doesn't understand that that's anarchism that is maximizing equality, not liberalism. Like, dude, like, I think he must have realized that how stupid his position is that he's like trying to make it, the opposite of what just happened during the debate to his audience you know what i mean but it's like you're just saying you're like oh liberalism is trying to maximize equality like no just equality under the law not like equal equal everybody the same values and traditions so be it what is evident is that if you adopt liberalism, this inevitably leads to the gradual elimination of marriage, family, community, and religion in society. Why? Because all of these things involve, for biological reasons, certain limitations on freedom and equality. So liberalism in that sense is hostile to the traditions of every single society in the world. Now, if European liberals had conceded or decided in the 18th and 19th century, look, liberalism is our way of life. We're going to keep it to ourselves and leave the rest of the world alone. That would have been one thing. But that's not the direction they went in. From its very inception, liberalism was intertwined with colonialism and the subjugation of non-European people. One of the best books about this is... This is like another... This is very rich coming from um, Muslims, right? Because Muslims understand some something that is... The, um, are, okay, so... They're like imperialism and colonialism and all the... And also they want to add like wars by neocons they want to add that to liberalism as well right and it's like come on come on you guys you should know how dumb this is right when muslims get accused constantly left and right of being isis or al-qaeda right and you guys have to constantly defend yourself like dude that was them that's not all of us all right that's not us, right? And you argue on this part, I don't agree with, but you, let's say, but you, but Muslims, most of them would argue that that doesn't represent Islam, okay? I'm not, you know, I don't agree with that, but they believe that, right? So, and then you come and say, like, liberalism is represented by, you know, neocons, you know, war crimes, colonialism imperialism and I'm like which part of liberalism defends that which part of liberalism defends that
they're like no it's liberalism right I'm like no it doesn't <laughs> just because the countries like one reason you could say the countries that are responsible for a lot of these things are the same countries where liberalism developed is like you know correlation is not constellation right you could say countries that are responsible for countries that enlightenment values was you know became common right are countries that also mm, developed faster and progressed faster and became economically rich okay but because they were economically rich they had now these are also the same countries that have the economic resources that when they go to war they they go bigger <laughs> right or when they when they dominate they can do more right but it's not because of the enlightenment values the enlightenment values is actually against a lot of these crimes right um but just because they're richer now they they make a bigger bang when they go boom right so um so you notice it it doesn't mean that these are the values that we endorse under enlightenment values or or, or liberal values right do you understand what i'm trying to say yeah i do you know there's one thing i wanted to bring up about what i feel like he's about to say this he does this appeal to authority but like repeatedly where if let's say you challenge him by saying what is how is this related to liberalism he'd be like well john stewart mill said this jeremy bentham said this the other guy said this and this and this and then he'll go for like seven people without even actually answering the question and then he'll take it to some other place yeah yeah so yeah he does that so he has looked at everything John Stuart Mill has said, right? And he has found one thing, and he was like, this is proof that liberalism from the very foundation was for war crimes, slavery, I don't know, you know, uh, imperialism, colonialism, right? Almost as if, like, John Stuart Mill is our, like, prophet or something, and that we, like, quote him like scripture, like, you know, most liberals have never read Johnston Mill or, like, care whether or not um, his arguments are were all correct or not. Like, I'm pretty sure. I mean, for example, a lot of Enlightenment thinkers, American Enlightenment thinkers, were slave owners, right? Like, it doesn't mean that we endorse slavery <laughs> just because, like, we, you know, this is, like, this is a, they have this religious mindset because they're Muhammad or they're Jesus, right? If they, like, our ideas come from them and therefore, you know, they have to, you know, either deify or put these people in a position where they can do no wrong or say nothing wrong and everything they say must be true right because and they consider that but because the authority of their message right whether christianity or islam the reason why it's correct is because the source is pure so you at, at with all costs you have to defend the purity of the source of your teachings right um but we don't we don't defend the source we defend the content and we improve the content right and we improve we defend the content based on the results and if the results are not good we can change it right so but but because of their mindset and they have to think like oh no the, the source has to be pure the, the entire thing the the reliability the authority the authenticity the legitimacy of this entire system depends on the purity of the source of the allah or muhammad or jesus or whatever right um, so that, but they they come at us and they they want to attack us in a way that 
we their system would crumble if we attack them like if we attack the source like we if, because their claim depends on Muhammadan Allah if we go after Muhammadan Allah and show that those are flawed everything will crumble right so they think that they have also found our, our, our Achilles heel but going after the people who were responsible first to defend uh, to 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 introduce these systems that we believe in but we don't even give a crap about like <laughs> we're like we don't we don't celebrate them. <laughs> I mean, we do celebrate some of the. We're thankful for some of the work, but we also we like well screw you for all the horrible things you said or the things you do. Like we don't endorse like the you know you know if Thomas Jefferson had a slave, we'll fuck him for having slave. But what he said here made sense. What he said here kind of made sense, but we improved upon it. And what he said over here is completely wrong. We don't we don't deify or worship the people who we took some of their ideas and you know in fact this is the good thing about our model is that we constantly improve upon these things we know that what they said was flawed right but anyways yeah it's like uh, it's like it's as if he thinks we say like you know john stewart mill peace be upon him said these words in his book (laughs) yeah (laughs) how dare you how dare you daniel how dare you criticize john stewart mill do you have you no shame do you know how do you know that you're hurting our feelings we liberals you know like do you you have to like do, how would you like it if we criticize muhammad okay this is our this is our prophet come on don't do that now okay counter history by italian historian you're Domen- hurting the feelings of liberals all around the world Nicola Sordo. Also the book Liberalism and Empire by Uday Mehta. What Lorsordo and Mehta and many other academics like Edward Said, Franz Fanon, Chandra Mahante, and so and on and on, they all document in excruciating detail how European colonialists dominated non-liberal people with the stated goal of bringing them freedom and equality. This was known as the white man's burden or the civilizing mission. The enlightenment yeah, goes against liberalism. Jesus Christ. You know, we he keeps saying, like, oh, you have human rights and you know, like you want equality yeah you're like oh you want equality you want equality and this is like what liberalism teaches and equality is bad and he's like and then you go colonize and do imperialism we're like okay but didn't you just say that we want equality wouldn't that go against equality if you're like colonizing people like wouldn't colonizing people go against like promoting equality like which one is it you can't you can't be criticizing us for both wanting too much equality and also for colonizing people. If if we are for equality, then colonizing people would be against that value. You know, I just find it funny how like, uh, sorry, it's a bit, it's separate, but like looking at Destiny right now, he looks like he's really bored. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's no, really no, bored and like he's wearing his like, his, uh, his t-shirt and all that. It's well, the other guys like dress quite well. Destiny just has a very game vibe with him, you know. Okay, well, Destiny uh, is because he ne- he gets very bored very easily. He needs to multitask. That's one he thing he needs. He needs to be always doing three things at the same time, um, and that's why it, you know he will be bored if we can't do while he's listening to you do be doing two other things at the same time. So the three things that he usually does is like. You know, um, he's trying to think of counter argument. He's playing a game, and also he's trying to listen to you while you're talking. So yeah, 
man who understands the value of freedom, equality, democracy, etc., has the burden of civilizing the savages across the world. Understanding this civilizing mis mission helps us to see how brutal government domination and liberalism are perfectly compatible. In fact, liberalism sometimes requires brutal government domination. One of the foremost liberal thinkers and one of the founders of liberalism, John Stuart Mill, expresses this well in his landmark book on liberty. Mill says, despotism is a legitimate mode of government in dealing with barbarians, provided that the end be their improvement, end quote. In other words, the ends justify the means. Mill also says, quote, there are conditions of society in which a vigorous despotism is in itself the best mode of government for training the people in what is specifically wanting to render them capable of a higher civilization. So you see, liberalism is such a merciful and loving philosophy. Liber oh yeah, everything John Stewart is like the god of liberalism. Everything he says must represent liberalism. Jesus Christ. Who's, like, tell me, where are the liberals that are going like, oh yeah, we are liberals. We don't like, let's argue, do we do this or do this? Like, where is the, where is the liberal meeting that people are like, well, what did John Stuart Mill said? Like, what would John Stuart Mill uh, do here? Like, like, like for example, in um, like American liberals, right? How many times they will bring up like John Stuart Mill as a role model? Like, what are you talking about? Like, obviously, not most liberals are would be against if the if you quoted that to liberals, I'm pretty sure most of them would be like, "Well, that's fucked," <laughs> right? Like, would they be like, "I don't like that." Like, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> and um, I get the impression that in his mind, he thinks that every liberal, when they pray, they turn themselves towards the direction of John Stewart Mill's home. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> liberals just want everyone to be happy and live in a utopia or a higher... I bet you most liberals don't even know who the hell John Stewart Mill is. <laughs> oh, God. Civilization, as Mill puts it. The only problem is the world is full of backwards people who don't understand the importance of maximizing freedom and equality, either because they're religious fanatics, misogynists, child abusers, homophobes, sadistic proponents of capital punishment, sadists who abuse animals with ritual slaughter, etc. In short, the world is full of people who just don't know what's good for them. So it's the job of liberals to be these saviors and bring enlightenment to the world, whether the world wants it or not. The problem is transforming people into liberals is not easy. Turns out most people around the world don't want to abandon their way of life in order to become quote unquote civilized or developed. Actually, you're wrong. Most people are <laughs> liberalism is winning. I mean, he's from Iran, right? He should look at Iran, <laughs> right? Look at how many people are have left Islam and are like, one, they want in secular democracy, like on record numbers. People are leaving your, like, it's like t people are t leaving re religion in record numbers. And like, he, he's pretending like that's not happening. So to overcome this resistance, liberals have taken a number of approaches over the past 200 years. There's the hard approach of despotism, as Mill puts it, an outright war, occupation, authoritarian governance, crippling economic sanctions, genocide. Then there's the soft approach of bribes, social engineering, NGOs, reshaping indigenous institutions, media, and so on. Whether it's with the carrot or the stick, liberalism imposes its Wait, what? Look at what he just said. Oh. Over the past 200 years, um, transforming people into liberals to be saviors and bring enlightenment to the world, whether the world wants it or not. The problem is transforming people into liberals is not easy. Turns out most people around the world don't want to abandon their way of life in order to become quote unquote civilized or developed. So to overcome this resistance, liberals have taken a number of approaches over the past 200 years. There's the hard approach of despotism as Mill puts it, an outright war, occupation, authoritarian governance, crippling economic sanctions, genocide. Then there's the soft approach of bribes. Social yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, liberals promote genocide. Prom like, oh yeah, let's spread liberalism through genocide. Like he doesn't even have a consistent view of liberals themselves. Like we promote like, oh, human rights are too extreme. Oh, at the end, at the same time, it's like, oh, we, we want to promote liberalism through genocide. Like, 
which one is it? Human rights is anti-genocide. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> like if you read the human rights charter, like that this is it goes exactly against everything that we believe in. So what what like you know sometimes I feel like he's gonna like walk and hit his toe to on a table and be like, oh this was liberalism. Like oh liberalism is when you're when you go to a favorite restaurant and now the the food is not as good as it used to be. That's liberalism. Like liberalism is when you I don't know wake up in the morning and you really have to go pee but you also want to stay in bed and you don't don't know what to do and it's really frustrating because you're so tired but you also have to go pee like he, he just wants to blame everything that doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like on liberalism what does genocide got to do with liberalism yeah he's mixing up like liberalism with uh, some like war interventionism and then he's adding in like colonialism into it too somehow I'm not, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm a bit lost in what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's apparently liberal. Uh, yeah, so Ego uh, FTCP is saying it's, it seems like he's using liberals as though it means non-Muslim Westerners. Exactly. As if everything, you're right. It's like a catch-all term for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, so secular is saying, I had a sandwich the other day. And the bread was kind of stale. Damn you, liberalism. <laughs> engineering, NGOs, reshaping indigenous institutions, media, and so on. Whether it's with the carrot or the stick, liberalism imposes its vision of progress, development, freedom, and equality onto the rest of the world. And the rest of the world better fall in line or else. We can talk more deeply about these liberal strategies in the open discussion, but let's focus on authoritarian governance because this is the common thread of liberal oppression of Muslims from the colonial to the neocolonial period. Liberals like John Stuart Mill and Alexis de Tocqueville immediately recognized that spreading freedom to the world would require a type of imperial rule, a type of military dictatorship. But they believed that the ends justified the means. This is why, as a matter of historical practice, Liberalism has always been perfectly consistent with brutal military dictatorship. John Stuart Mill referred it to, to it as despotism, but this is also tied to a very specific legal doctrine known as the state of exception or the state of emergency. During the colonial period, the laws were laid down by the European colonial powers, the British, French, and Dutch. They said ordinary... The, the European colonial powers are not liberals, okay? Just because liberalism was common more in those countries. I mean, they were colonial, colonialists. Oh. I have a hard time saying that. They they were being unequal, okay? They were treating their colonies, the citizens of their colonies, as inferior to the people of their own country, okay? That not that, like, didn't you say, Daniel, didn't you say that liberalism promotes equality and you don't like that because it's, for you it's too extreme of an equality? Then how could you say that these people were liberals when they were treating their subjects in their colonies as if they were less than and inferior to the to the people in, in the UK like how is that which one is it are you going to blame them for both for both extreme equality and for holding these colonies are they lip so are, how how are they liberals if not they're not treating people equally and uh, there's one thing real quick I wanted to add. So uh, I was looking at the the YouTube comment section of his uh, of his upload of this debate, and his fans love it because to them, when they see him citing a bunch of people, even when he's not saying anything, they think that shows he's very intellectual. And later, when mm. Destiny will say that I'm not like he's not going to bring up any names like John Stuart Mill or whoever, he's just going to address the argument. To them, right, it right, right. feels like. 
Destiny doesn't know any of his famous thinkers. He's not well educated on it. And I think that's this is why he does it, because it gives uh, Daniel the that feeling of intellectual superiority. Yes. Um, and he always misrepresents these things. Like he he likes to just like name drop like 10 people. Okay. And then also mention 10 studies, okay? Or like five or 10 studies, right? And what happens is that when we go actually look at what the study said, <laughs> every time we checked, it was something different than what he pretended that it said, right? Um, and, but, but he doesn't have a good argument. So he thinks like, I will just say that these people and these studies just said that, and I would just overwhelm the, my opponent because you can't check these things live air, live while, while somebody's talking to you, right? And the other side is just for like, you know what? I am going to argue. I'm not going to borrow from other people, right? Like you could, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you want to, when an animal attacks you, you want to make yourself look big, right? So what Daniel does is instead of having like really solid arguments, he just puts these names behind them. I'm going to look how big I am because like I'm coming with the weight of all these people and all this research, but I'm not going to actually make the argument myself. I'm just going to name drop. I'm just going to name drop. I'm just going to give you a list. Right. Um, and I know that there's no way for you to go right now and go through all of these arguments, all, all of these names that I mentioned and see what they actually said and all the studies that I mentioned to go. So you just, and I just look so well-versed, so so well-researched and so wise. And that's what, what matters is the perception of the audience rather than actually, um, you know, but if you actually are a good debater, instead of borrowing, instead of, you know, letting somebody else and name and, uh, you know, carry out your argument, you actually will make the point, right? You actually will make the point yourself and make the argument yourself if, if you're, if you're capable of, right? Like, it's as if like, you know, if you ask me, like somebody says like, I don't know, like Armin, make an argument, make a good argument for utilitarianism. I don't like, well, Vikram made a great argument for utilitarianism and Vikram said that. I'm like, okay, well, are you going to make a point for utilitarianism? And I'm like, well, Vikram destroyed this other person over there over like when he debated utilitarianism and Vikram won, okay? And just Vikram made it and he's like, he was so good. He was like so good at debating that. And like, yeah, he, he made such a good argument. Like, okay, well, what are you going to do any, are you going to make, make the point or not? Like, no. So, but he just brings up these, but he will use names that are like, sound more legitimate and they make it seem like he's has a point but i think i think destiny called him out on that like well i'm talking to you are you going to make <laughs> and 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 destiny also like he doesn't have to do that because he's like i know how to defend these positions myself i don't need to make myself look uh bigger than i am by 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 borrowing other people's names right um 
certain rights, freedoms, and protections. However, these rights don't apply when there's a threat. Whenever a society faces a big threat, like a pandemic, natural disaster, or economic collapse, the state is no longer bound by ordinary liberal laws. What the colonial powers quickly realized is that they're going to face Muslim revolt against the political and legal order they wanted to establish. So in order to respond to the threat of revolt, which is especially pronounced with respect to Muslim populations, they declared a state of emergency. This meant authoritarian rule. This authoritarian rule involved a few specific policies. One is no free speech. You're not allowed to criticize Western liberal governance or liberalism in general. You can be detained without trial on the basis of any suspicion. You can be detained. What is he referring to? Which, where can you... To respond to the threat of revolt, which is especially pronounced with respect to Muslim populations, they declared a state of emergency. This meant authoritarian rule. This authoritarian rule involved a few specific policies. One is no free speech. You're not allowed to criticize Western liberal governance or liberal... You're an idiot, Daniel. What are you... Okay. If you are... He's like... Look, look, he's not, are you listening to what you're saying? Are you listening to the words that are coming out of your mouth? Like, you're, they come up with this authoritarian system where you're not allowed to criticize their liberal system. How is it liberal if it's authoritarian? How is it, Daniel, how is it liberal if they're limiting free speech and they're being, having this authoritarian model? Like, do they, do they even call, like, call themselves liberal? Like, you're calling them liberal. You're like, you want to call them liberal so that you could attack them, but they can't be liberal if they're being authoritarian. Like, how how stupid do you have to be? This is insane. Oh, the, Harris is here. There's an argument that uh, in the Destiny community that they made to make fun of Daniel, it felt like his argument was basically, how dare you oppress me by preventing me from oppressing you? Yeah. No, but... I think he's referring to like Western powers and they're like when they were being colonialists and they were had this authoritarian rule rules. Right. And he has found many examples of that. And then just to be able to attack liberalism, he's calling those systems liberal. But he himself said criticizes liberalism for too much freedom. If liberalism is, is guilty of too much freedom, then these systems that you're mentioning to us here daniel they were not liberal like which one is it are they too liberal or are they too authoritarian you can't have both do you understand daniel that that's a contradiction we have susanna and harris here hey that's great in general on the basis of any suspicion you can be detained indefinitely the police and military force can use deadly force against you with no accountability um there's also mass surveillance informants infiltrate all the mosques all the madrasas all muslim institutions these colonial policies continued post-independence after world war world, sorry world war ii look at tunisia look at egypt look at mali algeria most muslim countries they either explicitly have the state of emergency rule on the books or they make implicit reference to it one of the things that's characteristic of these colonial and neo-colonial regimes is that there's specific systematic torture and disappearances this is particularly famous in the muslim world in the Algeria occupation from 1830 to the 19th. Yeah, you know, and you know what, what? Okay, yes, there were a lot of systems of torture and like disappearances and all of that. And you know what? What is against that, Daniel? The human rights that you keep dismissing as like this. Like, has he ever read the Human Rights Charter? Because he's like, he thinks like the Human Rights Charter and all these values like encourages all of this, but it's it very directly is against all of these things that he was he wants to blame on liberalism. 1960s and also Indonesia and so forth. In the US after 9-11, there's been a move towards the state of emergency across the world, mainly because a global state of emergency gives the US government more license for mass surveillance, torture, targeted assassinations, maintaining military occupations, etc. Virtually every- How is this liberalism? Targeted assassination is liberalism. How? How? What a stretch. 
country in the world with a sizable Muslim population has adopted the U.S.'s countering violence extremism policies over the past 20 years, which, as NYU's Brennan Center notes, exclusively targets religious Muslims. After World War II, there are a large number of Muslim immigrants in the West, so they also start getting targeted with state of emergency legislation. And again, we can talk about CVE programs, the PREVENT programs, which are actively used by governments today to explicitly target Muslims who espouse non-liberal religious beliefs. So sometimes people will say that disappearances, torture, surveillance, restrictions on speech, all these things are not consistent with liberalism. But that's not true. If anyone wants to preserve a traditional form of life, they're subject to these measures. And the more they want to preserve it, the more intensely these measures are applied. And so even though all peoples have suffered from this, Muslims have suffered the most. And when Muslims try to raise objections against these problems, what do they get as a response? The response is, oh, that doesn't count as real liberalism. Liberalism doesn't involve dictatorship. But in fact, the standard mode of liberal governance for Muslims dating from the late 18th century all the way to independence and beyond has been uh, the control from liberal elites and authoritarian rule. Now, people will say, no, they're not liberal. They're dictatorships because they have this authoritarian, authoritarian yeah. rule. But that's not correct. They are still using what? the same exact liberal colonial legislation to this day. But Muslims can How? He's like, we're saying, okay, well, that's not liberal. Okay, so he just repeated it. So he brought up our point that we're like, well, that's not liberalism because it's like anti-equality, anti-human rights, all right, anti-liberty and all of these things that liberalism stands for. And like some people might say that, um, okay, and they're wrong. Why? Because they're wrong, because that is liberalism. One thing I'm like, wondering right now is that... No, but I no, 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 but do you understand? No, no, hold on. Do you understand what just happened? He didn't make any point. He's like, he wanted to say like, instead of like, okay, we are wrong to say that that's that's not liberalism. And it, to make an argument, he just repeated his points. That it, he's just repeated his, by, by saying, well, it is. Like, and you're like, well, it's not. And he's like, yeah, it is. That's his point. From liberal elites and authoritarian rule. Now, people will say, no, they're not liberal. They're dictatorships because they have this authoritarian, authoritarian rule. But it's not correct. They are still using the same exact liberal colonial legislation to this day. But Well, no, they're not. Are you going to make... Well, maybe, maybe I should let him finish. Muslims cannot convey this because the proponents of liberalism don't recognize certain fundamental facts about human biology. They don't recognize that natural no. human psychology is not... He didn't make a point. He just said, nah. He just, nah, that's his point. Nah, it, it is. It is. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't make an argument. Wait, go, go on, Vikram. What do you want to say? Um, I was, because at the beginning of his thing, he brought up that he defines liberalism in such a way that... To him, even moderate conservative people in the West would be considered as under the liberalism uh, label. So I'm wondering if, if it might just be that he's using liberalism in a different way. Yeah, he's just using liberalism as anything, anything that is Western and non-Muslim, okay, is liberal. And with that umbrella, with that wide umbrella of a definition, therefore all the crimes committed by any Western power well, all of a sudden, liberalism has, has to own it because, well, it was not Muslim. It was Western. Therefore, it's liberal, right? So, I don't know, bombing Hiroshima, that's liberalism. Why? Well, because it was not Muslim and it also was done by Western power. So, apparently, liberalism now means that we can bomb Hiroshima. That's, that's how he thinks. Um, well, anything in life yet? Yeah. 
liberal. And the only way to prevent people who have a non-liberal psychology from living according to non-liberal traditions and values is through force, through an authoritarian system that forces them to live according to liberal standards that contradict their natural biologies. This is why liberal colonial and post-colonial structures have been used to dominate Muslims, to discriminate against them, and in some cases kill and displace millions of Muslims, whether in Algeria, Indonesia, Mali, or India. When Muslims say anything to raise objection against liberalism, all we get in response is, you're just a bunch of terrorists, you want to oppress women, your prophet is a warlord. Can we have a mature discussion about what liberalism actually is and how it impacts- Oh, how dare you, how dare you, how dare you point out that your our prophet is a warlord? Like, can we be more mature? Can we be more mature? Can you not, can you please not point out that our prophet ha had sex with a nine-year-old? That's not mature. You, it's it's mature that we actually you know celebrate as somebody as a prophet that has sex with a nine-year-old, but it's immature of you to point it out. <laughs> Muslims with reference to actual historical events rather than slogans and stereotypes. The reality is, to conclude, that liberalism affects us all. It's the dominant moral and political system in the world today. Muslims have been the biggest victims of the system, but you all are victims too, whether you recognize it or not. The good news is many Westerners are waking up. They recognize that they didn't sign up for this world that liberalism has created. The question is, is it too late? Thank you so very much, Daniel, for your opening statement. And with that, we're going to hand it over to Destiny for his opening statement. There's a lot to respond to there. Um, I think I'd rather just hop into the back and forth. If I do my 10-minute opening statement, we just do 70 minutes of back and forth. Sounds good. Sounds good. Cool. Okay. Um, I think it'd be interesting to go down some of the points. Some of your arguments are stronger. I noticed your strongest arguments aren't really targeting anything to do with liberalism, but rather they're targeting U.S. foreign policy, which I think is totally worthy of critique. Yeah. Fantastic. Saw it right away. It's like you're. It's apparently you're not criticizing liberalism. You're you're attacking U.S. foreign policy, which is like yeah, we do. Like you know who you know who's who loves attacking U.S. foreign policy. Liberals, <laughs> liberals. Um, but some of the more like fundamental views that you espoused earlier, I think are pretty easy to kind of pick on. So one thing that you keep hinting at a lot that maybe we can center part of the conversation around is when you say that something conflicts with biology, uh, we, ha we have to dig into that a little bit. Do you think that how we live as a society should only be in ways that are biologically aligned? Um, do we attack modern medication? So like, this is what Destiny likes to do. Destiny doesn't like uh, what he calls, I think, debate bro tactics, right? So sometimes we like, we tell people like, oh, that's an appeal to nature, right? And Destiny is like hates that. He's like, oh, stop naming logical fallacies and just make your argument, right? So what he's doing here right now is he's telling him that he's appealing to nature. He's doing the appeal to nature fallacy, but he wants to use actual <laughs> a conversation to point that out rather than just naming the fallacy. And the kind of part of the conversation around is when you say that something conflicts with biology, uh, we, ha we have to dig into that a little bit. Do you think that how we live as a society should only be in ways that are biologically aligned? Um, do we attack modern medication? Um, do we attack like modern ways of uh, organizing society? Like, what, does that, what does that mean? What is your basis by which you say something is biological, therefore something is good? Well, I think that there are certain um, values and relationships that are universal. Um, they are shared by human beings throughout history. Um, we're talking about 15,000 years of human recorded history, but we're also talking about um, longer than that because the psychologists who make these claims about these certain types of relationships and the evolutionary biologists, they're pointing to human beings as a species. And so they will talk about, um, you know, like the biological nature of pair bonding. Like there are certain hormones released in the process of uh, pair bonding, like oxytocin, um, very specific psychological processes that are um, biologically rooted and they're all associated with this practice of marriage. And it doesn't matter what culture you're in, what society you're in, modern, pre-modern, prehistoric, those things um, are there biologically. Same with family. You know, this is part of you know this is one thing he does you know you ask a simple question right and then he goes on this you know he's he starts now he uses as he's like instead of sim simply answering the question let me give you a lecture right as a way 
for me to first of all ignore your question and at the same time make myself very seem very knowledgeable do you know what i mean like he doesn't get to uh, the point you know the question yeah, is very simple up, right yeah yeah it's the the question is very simple the question is like do you think everything we do in society has to be in line with you know mirror nature right like basically is everything natural just good and like well, let me give you everything I know about evolutionary studies. Let me tell you that. Like, what? That's not the question. That's not. Yes, we know that you like to act like you're like this knowledgeable person. Okay, we know we know that, Daniel. But can you answer the goddamn question? Production is part of uh, the human species. So it's these are things that are not just found in some cultures and not others. They're universal, and this is why I think that they're valuable. Now you can say that they're not valuable. You can say that you know I don't think family is like. Valuable. So you're like you see he's like well these are so okay. Do you think just because something is nature is good? They're like well there's a lot of things in nature that has always been the same and blah blah blah. Okay, yes we know. Okay, and I think these are valuable. You you could say that they're not valuable. I think they're valuable. So you didn't answer you know. Why are they valuable? Just because they're, they're in nature. Marriage is a valuable community, but um, I think the biological data would disagree with you. And the no, biological data which say that they are part of nature. Okay, but why are you deciding that they have they have to be valuable? Like you are adding that to the data. You're that's not the data doesn't say that they're good. The data says that they're there. You're adding. You're like oh, data disagrees with you. Well, really? That has. <laughs> has the data made a you know normative claim about whether these things are good or bad? I'm pretty sure the data doesn't make that claim. <laughs> People's subjective experiences. So, are you are we making an argument in favor of like a Muslim society or against a liberal society? Just so I can be clear in terms of your position. Well, the topic of the debate is does liberalism oppress mm -hmm. necessarily oppress Muslims? Okay. So it's interesting. We have 15,000 years of human history. The majority of that, there's not a mention of anything related to do with Islam. Um, evolutionary biologists and psychologists, I don't think are going to make strong statements about the psychological disposition of people 10,000 years ago. Um, they do. We can make really. They absolutely don't. We can make really basic oh, yeah. statements like um, certain chemicals in our body might work a certain way, and there are forms of reproduction that are advantageous to humans. So since our offspring requires so much investment, it's pretty common that you'll have a bonded pair. Um, this has to do with, like R series versus K series. Uh, developmental strategy or reproductive strategies, but not really relevant to this because I don't see how any of that contradicts liberalism. You can have a liberal society that still values marriage and reproduction. Um, none of these things are at ends with one another. I mean, technically they do. Like, the, again, the human celebrates family, supports family. Like, that's within. Like, I was actually surprised how much, how many times the uh, defending family uh, uh, was mentioned in the human rights charter, right? So, yeah, it's part of, you know, part of what liberalism defends uh, the problem that they have is that we don't the way that we defend family we don't have a rigid you know we are flexible of what we mean by family right so because we're flexible of what we mean by family they think like we're attacking family no we're defending family we just don't think like family has to come in the form of the uh, nuclear traditional um, you know, husband, wife, kids structure, right? And uh, the, the nuclear family that they're trying to defend is actually something pretty modern. It's amazing how how conservatives thinking are thinking that they're defending something that is extremely traditional, but it's like mostly something that is modern, right? Like that the traditional thing is the extended family. Over a hundred years or, of, or so, we have had something that has become um, more common, which is the nuclear family, right? And now. But given the economic change and different things that uh, different role models, different models that might work with new economic structures, we might move forward away from the nuclear family and to something more like the chosen family, right? Um, 
something that the LGBT community has already experimented with um, and maybe the rest of us could now benefit from. No, I explained it in the beginning of my opening why there's a conflict. These relationships um, involve some measure of inequality. And again, this is biologically rooted and some measure of lack of freedom. And I gave a lot of examples in my opening. I can repeat it. Yeah, so uh, and, then, and then the fact that these you mentioned. And again, like it, he keeps like, as I mentioned in the beginning, so for people who don't might be new here right now, is that Islam is very much against many natural desires, right? Like, like you know, you, you see a beautiful girl in the street and you like your your nature is like screaming at you to look at her, right? And Islam says like, no, right? So doesn't that go against your nature? You know, you're hungry. The pork smells good. Your nature tells you to eat it. Islam says no, okay? Ramadan, you're thirsty. Your nature tells you to drink water. Islam tells you no, right? So all this appeal to nature, I don't understand, Daniel. Like, aren't all those, those things that Islam tells you not to do, aren't they against nature? Isn't nature telling you that these desires are good and Islam tells you to to resist them? Oh, yeah. Circum hey, that's actually a good point, Frank. I feel like <laughs> this is something natural that doesn't even have any harm. And Islam says, cut it off. Cut off the, you know, foreskins on your genitals, like circumcision. Is it? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> taking a stab at nature. It's literally taking a stab at nature. Good point, Frank. It doesn't seem to matter, like the biology of it, um, not to liberalism, but in general. I mean, this, these things are well attested by evolutionary biologists and psychologists, evolutionary psychologists, moral psychologists. psychologists. In fact, when it comes to female circumcision, which is promoted in Islam as well, it's, it goes, it's, it goes, the purpose of that is to reduce the pleasure, the natural pleasure that women are, feel during sex. So that's, that goes against nature. This of religion. So I mentioned a few um, earlier. We can talk about Joseph Heinrich, Harvard anthropologist, world expert. Look, read his Secret of Our Success. Read Weirdest People in the World, which is a massive tome that talks about all of the biological data, citing experiments. So there's different ways to establish. Just, just, name, just keep name dropping as if like you, you have no point, Daniel. You have no point. You have no good arguments. So just keep name dropping as if it makes it to impress people. Yeah, and one thing he does that follows from that is that when he was talking about biology earlier, in like two sentences, he said biology five times. And similarly, now he was talking about psychology, he repeats the word psychology a few times, as if it's right, right, right. increases the point by just saying it like more than once. Yeah. Uh, also, he likes to use big words. Like, so he, there are sometimes he, there are more simple words that people use, but he on purpose uses a more academic version of the same word because he knows that people will be like, oh my God. He's like, look at our hero. He's so educated. He's so well-versed. That's what people do sometimes. Uh, belief in God and family, you can look at um, animal studies because certain animals are claimed to be similar enough to humans where we can po point to a biological basis if, there's a, if it's in some kind of evolutionary antecedent of human beings. Oh, look, and uh, Doornabhead is saying, I did, a, I did a quickie search. Family turned up six times in the Universal Declaration, Declaration of Human Rights. There you go. Like, and then we're like, liberals are trying to attack, try and destroy family, apparently.
and that's strong evidence that it's biological for human beings as well. There's childhood studies and there's all kinds of cross-cultural surveys, there's neurological studies that establish this kind of importance of these biological relations that are universal. Okay, so I agree that there are marriage type things where you have two people that are bonded and have a family, but that's a far cry from the uh, constructing an entire civilization from there, is all I was saying originally. Uh, wait, but I wanna focus on something, um, something that you just said, you, you keep pointing back to this elimination of all hierarchies. Um, my understanding of liberalism isn't that we're trying to destroy or eradicate every single hierarchy. Mm. Um, you rightfully point out that in every type of relationship, romantic, friendship, business, there's gonna be some sort of inequality. There necessarily is because one party is trying to get something from the other generally, and one party has something they can offer another generally. I don't know why liberalism necessitates the destruction of every single inequality. This sounds like an extreme form of anarchism. I don't understand that, where that comes from. So uh, I can read a definition or different definitions of liberalism. I don't want definitions or paragraphs. No, no, I can tell you that. So the, the whole idea within Western democracy is- like, I don't want definition paragraph. Just make, just talk to me. Just, Daniel, talk to me. We're sitting here, make your points to me. What What are your views? Defend your arguments. Don't go just read me essays. Like a, that the only way that people can be ruled over where you have a hierarchy and rulership is that it's with the consent of the governed. So that is implicitly uh, with, has the understanding that all people are equal. We just for administrative purposes in these liberal democracies have to select certain administrators, certain governors, certain rulers, a president, a prime minister. But the prime minister or the president is not really better than everyone else. It's just that everyone has consented to be governed. There's a consent that's given. Okay. Is that like, he's making us look good. He's like, well, liberalism, like, oh, it's well, it's necessary that we have like some bureaucracy and some hierarchy and put some people for each job for administrative people. But liberalism teaches like that, you know, the prime minister is not better. We just have necessarily put, we, it's just necessary for us to put somebody in charge. Like liberalism, okay, well, how horrible, <laughs> how horrible. Liberalism teaches you that the prime minister is not inherently a better person, like a, a superior to the rest of us. Or, like, and that's bad. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like, are, is he defending liberalism or like attacking it? Traders, certain governors, certain rulers, a president, a prime minister. But the prime minister or the president is not really better than everyone else. It's just that everyone has consented to be governed. There's a yeah. consent that's given by the population. Yeah, we, we have. We, that's great. This is like we want. We want. We want the people who are in charge. Is they're in charge because not because they've been chosen by God or like representative of the God's voice on earth or something like that. No, they are in charge because we consented that they're in charge. That's, that's, that's why our model is superior, Daniel. That makes it okay for there to be these kinds of administrative positions. Yeah. Otherwise it's intolerable for you know, a monarchy or look at the tradition of liberal thinkers who have criticized British monarchy. The whole idea is that the king has this kind of authority and sense of yeah. uh, authority from God that makes him above all other normal people that he rules. And oh. He's defending us. He's like, oh, liberals are against monarchy because in, in, in monarchy, they teach you that the king, because, you know, through the power given to him by God is above other people. And liberals don't like that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> that's a, <laughs> is he like, is he taking the, like, is he def like, is he trying to make us look good? I don't understand what's happening here. What is happening here? Like, is he think that's a bad thing? Like, we're wrong to think that the king is not, a, like, in, superior to the rest of people? Like, what is he saying? And this so, was intolerable to you, the liberal, the yeah, classical so, liberal. In, in a government. Yeah, this is intolerable to the liberals. Yeah, and that's for good reasons. <laughs> what the hell? What is happening? Where well, you have an elected leader. You're saying that all people are equal under that leader, so that I can understand. So, so he, here's an interesting thing. Like, um, Destiny is like, you didn't answer my question. Like, like he just said something outrageous, and Destiny is not even addressing that because it's like I'm gonna go answer, ask my question again. You keep just you keep suggesting that liberals want to get rid of all form of hierarchy and everything has to be equal. Like, do you really think that? 
the liberal, the yeah, so liberal. In, in a government where you have an elected leader, you're saying that all people are equal under that leader, so that I can understand. Are you saying that because people are equal, insofar as one vote counts for one person, that means they're necessarily equal in all other ways, thus liberalism right. by way of a government necessitates the elimination of all hierarchies? Yeah, because they, under liberalism, all we're saying is that everybody should have the same equality under the law and everybody should have the same vote. We're not saying that everybody should be equal in all ways, right? But that's what he suggested. That's what he suggested at the beginning. He said, like, we want an extreme form of uh, equality. And he can't back it up. He can't back it up. And he, he realized that when he was reviewing this debate. Uh, yes, liberalism aims for free maximum freedom and maximum equality of all people. That liberalism, okay. See, like, when he was reviewing it, he changed his tune. He was like, oh, Destiny thinks, like, liberalism wants maximum equality. Like, no, you were saying that. Cool situations. He's, such a, he's such a dishonest. Like, go watch the review of this debate. He's so dishonest. He switches the positions. Because he's realized how ridiculous his position is, the position that he's holding right now, he gives that to Destiny, and he, the position that Destiny has right now, he gives that to himself. And his entire audience believes him. He's lying to them right in front of them. Like, he's telling them the exact opposite of what just happened. And everybody believes them. Will require that will require an administrator or a president, but the only way that that's tolerable according to the liberal mind is if the governed has consented to that. Otherwise, liberalism would not tolerate any hierarchy. I agree with you that that hierarchies are inevitable because it's biologically rooted in these types of relationships within marriage and family. So I completely agree with you that society cannot get rid of uh, hierarchies. But this is different from the way that liberal thinkers, from the classical to the modern, from John Stuart Mill to John Rawls, have thought about uh, liberalism and equality. Yes. Wait. So you're saying that we. These liberal thinkers that he just mentioned, are they against the police and the military and any form of hierarchy? He said, like, oh, maybe, okay, maybe you, you, you can't get rid of hierarchy because there's no way out of it, right? But this is different from what all these traditional thinkers uh, thought about hierarchy. Really? John Stuart Mill said that we should have no police? Didn't you just accuse John Stuart Mill of defending despotism? Like, how would they do that? How would he do that without any form of hierarchy? Like you, you're like contradicting yourself. Are, is, is he so full of crap? I used to think he's smart. If a parent actually, he is smart in like deluding his people. Like he just says nonsense, even though it's completely self-contradictory. But his audience completely believes it. Has a daughter and a son, and they say that their love for their children are equal. Does that make those two children exactly the same? Uh it depends on what the parent means by equal. Like, Let's assume it's a normal parent that has a great amount of love for both of their children. If they say that I love both my children equally, does that make both of those children exactly the same? They're no, equal of, okay. of course not. So I submit to you that obviously, under a liberal government, just because every individual has the ability to vote, that doesn't mean that every person has the ability or needs to be seen as exactly the same. Just because you're equivalent in some ways, so for instance, having the ability to vote, doesn't make you the equivalent in every single other way. The idea that liberalism is pushing for that type of elimination of all hierarchies is absurd. Um, when you say that liberalism is talking about maximizing the ability to be free in society, why is it that every single liberal government in the history of mankind has a system of laws and police officers that have been granted exclusive power by the state to enforce those laws. Wouldn't that be contradictory to the value of every liberal society? No, again, the police, there are these administrative roles. Absurd. Um, when you say that liberalism is talking about maximizing the ability to be free in society, why is it that every single liberal government in the history of mankind has a system of laws and police officers? Yeah, like, yeah. if we want to maximize li uh, liberty, maximize, then we, we, we should be against all laws. And liberalism introduces laws. We have laws. We have limitations, right? So, for example, one limitation that he, he, he keep like Daniel keeps asking, like, oh, we want maximum freedom. We want no limitation to like sexual relationships. That's what liberals teach. No, everything goes. Everything goes. Right. 
And I keep thinking, Daniel's like, oh, yeah, under liberalism, like, it's just complete depravity because there's no, you know, standards or rules for who you get to have sex with, right? Um, and what kind of sex acts you, you're allowed to have, right? And what I mentioned last time he we were reviewing one of his debates was like, liberals introduce the most important limitation to sexual relationships, right? The most important one. And it was even in the Human Rights Charter, which I was surprised to see was even there, right? Which is consent. Consent. What, the most important limitation that Islam fails to introduce. So you could be like so proud of all these limitations that you introduce to like to sexual relationship. None of them is as important. So yes, we removed all your barbaric limitations to sexual freedom and we added one that you didn't have right that is the most important one which is consent you yeah. yes you you think like, the, you, you allow sex slaves right you allow sex slaves and also even with your wives they can't say no to you because you have specific hadith saying that if a wife says no to their husband for when they when they want sex you know angels will be cursing them till morning right so don't act like Oh yeah, we don't we don't have any limitations. Everything goes. It's maximum freedom. No, we we reduce freedom, but we reduce it where it matters. But go on, Victor. Yeah, regarding that part about consent, this is something Destiny and him will clash on in a bit, where it relates to he. I think he complains that women should not have the same ability to get a divorce as their husband. Yep, we'll get to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's let's get. I mean. Well, I don't know if we'll get to it today. Let's see how far we get. have been granted exclusive power by the state to enforce those laws. Wouldn't that be contradictory to the value of every liberal society? No, again, the police, there are these administrative roles. The thing is that liberalism aims for complete equality. And if there could be a way to prevent crime um, or a way to administer, like administrate a government without actually having people in higher roles of authority, if that could be technologically possible through AI or through robots, then that is a world that the liberal mind would prefer. And that is something... I understand. It's like if the world was different, we would be wanting something different. No shit, Sherlock. Okay? But well, we're dealing with reality, so we want some form of hierarchy. Right? You, you know, you like, it's like as if like, hey, if shit was tasty and nutritious for you, would you eat shit? All right? Like if everybody enjoyed eating shit and it was like really delicious and it was not bad for you and it was really healthy... Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody would be eating shit, okay? So like, oh, so you technically see a hypothetical situation where you would eat shit. Ah, hey, these people are for eating shit. I'm like, well, in the real world that we eat living in, we're anti-eating shit, okay? We're not for eating shit because this is the conditions that we are at. So you can't be like, oh, you're promoting, like you're promoters of shit eating because under certain conditions you would be for like, okay, well, this is not that world. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, oh, so liberals want maximum, like no, they want maximum equality and no hierarchy because if it was possible to achieve well-being without those things, they would go for it. You're like, yeah, yeah, you think? <laughs> wouldn't everybody? Wouldn't everybody? <laughs> like, yeah, but like, we don't live in that world, so we need hierarchy. <laughs> we need, we can't have maximum equality because we don't live in that world. Like, what is this about? Oh my God. So, so we are guilty of even promoting things that we don't promote because if the if in a hypothetical 
alternative universe that of uh, that those things would give us the results that we want we would have promoted those things so we're guilty of promoting them even though we don't right another example is like it, it could be like hey um if hitler was a good person <laughs> right and didn't do all the shit he did would you be supporting him would you be in favor of him and somebody would be like well if he if it was a good person and if it wasn't that person then you pro yeah then we wouldn't be against him like ah so under certain situations you would be supporting him huh you're guilty of supporting hitler like okay but that's not the world we live in obviously we're against him because he was an asshole <laughs> like what what um you know, I could tell you, like, look, hey, uh, Destiny, why don't we have AI right now that can actually run an entire country? We have different kinds of technologies through surveillance or microchip technologies that can prevent all crime. And uh, we want to plug in everyone into this system and therefore create a perfect system of equality where there are no police, there are no administrators, therefore there's no police brutality, therefore there's no government corruption. Are you in favor of this, Destiny? Oh, so, okay. So if we create a world where there's no need for police, are you in favor of not having any police? Like, okay, yeah, I guess. Or not. If you're not in favor of it, that means you're in favor of police brutality. That okay. means you're in favor of corruption of government. So I heard you say that liberalism tries to do two things. Can you tell me if both of these are accurate? And then my next question is going to be, how are they not contradictory? So I've heard you say He's that- He's not answering any of the questions. Liberalism aims to maximize freedom and to give you complete equality. How, how can both of those things be true? See, exactly. Liberalism aims to maximize freedom and to give you complete equality. He doesn't understand. I think this is the first time Daniel realized that claiming those things are contradictory, right? So liberalism wants to promote maximum equality, okay, and maximum freedom. One of them requires the other one to be limited, <laughs> right? Feel free to jump in anytime you want. How, how can both of those things be true? Maximizing freedom means maximizing ability to pursue. He doesn't answer to personal wants in order to increase a person's happiness. And this is biologically defined by the classical liberal thinkers. All liberal thinkers are Look, uh, in this materialist. He just goes on this tirade and be like, okay, let me just give you a lecture of the things I've read. Like, do you understand the question, Daniel? Tradition. Um, so it's a utilitarian tradition. You want to maximize people's happiness by increasing their autonomy, their freedom of choice. And you want all people to have equal access to this uh, opportunity oh. to maximize their freedom. So liberalism aims to maximize this, but it's a gradual process, as I mentioned. It he doesn't understand the question. Yeah. He doesn't understand that they're, they're, they're contradict each other. Yeah, it's very obvious. Like, Destiny's question was very clear, but he took it into a different direction to bring up other classical thinkers and all that. It has nothing yeah. to do with the question he, Destiny asked. Nothing to do with the question. He doesn't understand it. Depends on different kinds of sociological and technological factors. It's so funny how he doesn't understand what's happening. And then he goes back to his audience and he was like, I don't know, that was so stupid. I won, like I destroyed him. I embarrassed him. You were so, you were so beneath this conversation, Daniel. Like you didn't even understand what just happened to you. But there's no conflict. There's no contradiction in freedom and equality. It's in the definition of liberalism. Again, I can quote so then, you, I'm not, uh, not, Britannica, yeah, Concise, I'm not, Oxford Dictionary. They all define liberalism in this way as a <laughs> political so, and moral philosophy to maximize freedom and equality. The, are they are, are they contradictory? Like they don't get their own definition? Promise, right? I think that your reading of some of these definitions is, is a bit um, reductive. Um, when you say that liberalism aims to, ma uh, to, to get maximum equality for people in society, in your mind, you seem to say that that equality... You know, after the debate, he went and looked it up and thought about it, and he realized that this was like, okay, contradiction. And then... He, what he told his audience is like, oh, okay, well, if it's a contradiction, that's a problem for you liberals, not for me, right? So then he under, like he couldn't say that right now here, right? But then he realized what just happened. So now he had to come back to this, right? But then even after thinking about it, he's so, he's so stupid that he doesn't 
He doesn't understand, like, dude, that was your description of liberalism. That's not what actually liberalism does. Liberalism doesn't preach maximum freedom. That's the entire point that is being made here. And like, oh, there, is it a contradiction? Well, I guess liberalism has contradictions. Like, no, you just doesn't. You just don't understand anything. You know, this is the important. This is why you can't just be. You you have to have some basic grasp at logic. You can't just be well read. Okay. You have to actually understand what you're reading. How did this man get a degree at Harvard? Okay, this is such an embarrassment to Harvard. Daniel, like, has proven to me that achieving, you know, getting accepted in Harvard is not a um, not that significant of a thing. What was his degree in? Um, I think philosophy or something. I'm not sure. Oh, because oh no, I physics. Yeah, oh, I physics. Think physics or I think okay, so. Ben, I might explain. It's like with Ben Shapiro, right? His degree was in law, which is why everybody's mm. confused on how he went to Harvard Law, but just making such bad political arguments. That's because yeah. he didn't study politics in Harvard. He studied law. So maybe that's the same thing here. No, but yeah, was... you have to be somewhat smart, I guess, to get those degrees. Anyways, like how could he not understand what Destiny was saying here? takes the elimination of all hierarchies. That's not what any liberal would say. No liberal would say we need to eliminate all hierarchies. That's an anarchist point of view. And then when you say simultaneously liberalism seeks to maximize freedoms, meaning the ability to satisfy your personal desires in whatever way you choose, your journey to maximize your personal desires is necessarily going to lead to some inequalities in society. Now, if you want to get into a finer conversation on whether or not liberals would seek to maximize inequality of opportunity versus inequality of outcome, that's fine. But I don't think it's fair to say that from your definition, liberalism wants to make people equal. We can go from there to say liberals want to eliminate the family because there's a hierarchy there and all hierarchies must be eliminated. Or do you believe that liberalism seeks to eliminate all hierarchies? And if that is the case, how can you say that now earlier you tried to hand away police officers as being administrative people but that's necessarily some form of hierarchy there why is it that every single liberal government starts with a form of hierarchy in the form of elected officials and then people that have an exclusive use of state power and then citizens i don't understand how you can say this elimination of hierarchies there so liberals recognize that the world currently as it is has many uh, inequalities and there's a lot of lack of freedom that exists uh, this can be in terms of gender this can be in terms of sexual orientation this can be in terms of different communities with wealth inequality or racial inequality there can be many types of inequalities that exist within liberal countries but the liberal wants to constantly and gradually reduce these inequalities in order to maximize freedom and they explicitly recognize john stuart mill recognizes this alexis de tocqueville recognizes this jeremy bentham recognizes this that technology can be used to reduce these inequalities and in order to um, maximize freedom so in the context of family you have this uh, problem for the liberal uh, and many feminists have commented on this for example Shilamuth Firestone she says that well it's not really fair that women have to be pregnant because when they get pregnant for nine months they're in a weakened state and so so here's an interesting thing right so if you could we, hierarchy has sometimes is necessary okay and, and we recognize that right um, through technology sometimes there are things that will provide you know, the management that is required through hierarchy, technology will make that obsolete, okay? This is not a liberal push. This is just technological advancement, right? And naturally, when you create a technology where, where the management becomes obsolete of that system, right? Um, then it will just disappear because it's not needed. There's no, this is a technology push and it will naturally happen, right? Like if you... I don't know, like, it will just make organizations flatter, right? We have better management tools. Like, things are just like secretaries are, like, less than before because we have calendars, like Google calendars and, like, notifications and, like, note keepings, right? Just, you know, 
just like I don't know, you go to the post office and there's like you there used to be 10 people there and now there's two people there because there's a whole bunch of self-help stuff that you could just do it yourself. You know, a lot of offices are being closed because there's things that you could do on your computer rather than having to go on office. There's also a lot of bureaucracy that is going to be cut out of the cut out of the way because of technology, right? There's no like that's just naturally gonna happen, right? Like there's gonna be easier way for us to do things, and therefore the bureaucracy will just disappear. Like there doesn't even need to be any philosophical push for this. It will just happen because we are going to. Why would you put people in charge of things when, when you don't need to? When you could do it in more efficient ways. Well, this is like this is beyond just liberalism or any other ideology. This is just, you know, being more efficient. <laughs> I don't understand what's, what what is the argument here. And they have to rely on others. This is a state of dependence. This dependence causes inequality because then the women, the woman doesn't have uh, full, true freedom to choose what she wants to do in that time. Uh, so we if we could somehow find a technology like an artificial womb where the task or the labor of reproduction could be um, outsourced to, through technology, then that would create a more equal situation between men and women because now women don't have to be saddled with the labor of reproduction. The technology. I mean, that sounds pretty base, by the way. I'm in favor of that. But again, what does this got to do with liberalism? This is just like women you know women are tired you know they're like nine months after their lives they have to be like stuck to this thing inside their belly right if we could provide an option for them to not experiment that if they want to you know experience that they can that would be great what does that got to do with i don't understand like it's technology there's there's problems technology will solve it and people who want to take advantage of the technology they will take advantage of it like as if like, you know, he has a laptop in front of him, right? Daniel has a laptop in front of him, right? Um, maybe if we didn't have laptops, he would have to hire like somebody who does his research for him, right? Go to the, maybe like he would have to use all of this money to go find a couple of people to go to libraries um, and bring notes to him and prepare these notes and slides for him, right? So let's say like five or six people were unnecessary to help Daniel because of the technology that is right in front of him. Right. Is that, is that liberal? <laughs> is that, I don't know what ha what's happening. Right. Like, are you being liberal because you're using that technology and removing some of the bureaucracy and some of the inefficiencies that you would, I don't understand like what's being made. Do you have any, how is this tied to liberalism? Do you know, or is he just uh, tying everything to liberalism? I think one of the biggest arguments that I've seen Daniel makes in many places is that he has like he has a hatred of where technology is going into. So yeah, but but he wants to somehow tie that to liberalism. Yeah, so it's like everything I hate is liberalism, basically. Everything I hate <laughs> is liberalism. Yeah, I guess if I want to be charitable, um, what liberalism does it is that it doesn't limit you in using the technology. I guess that's could be liberal. Right. So maybe like if you were in liberal, you would be like this technology is, you know, satanic <laughs> or something like, ah, it's like, we're against technology. I mean, conservatives have been um, famously against um, too much, you know, against uh, a speedy acceptance of technology changing our lives. Right. But as soon as it became the norm, they accepted it and then move on to being against the next, like this laptop itself. Like, I don't know, like I remember Taliban was against TV. Like they were against the radio. They were against everything. 
everything media related. And now they completely are for it, right? Um, you, you don't see Daniel being against the radio right now, but I'm pretty sure like if he was around with this mindset, if he was around back when radio was becoming a thing, it was like, oh, this is like, a, they're, they're spreading their cover. They're spreading <laughs> their heresy through the radio waves and he would be against it, right? But now we just normalize technology and then we move on to the next technology thing. I'm pretty sure like the Daniel Hayraju 50 years from now, and, and like a, you know, a hundred years from now, another Danny Hayraju would be completely okay with um, women raising their children outside of their wombs, right? Like the fetuses. That would be so normal. And I, I know maybe at that time, that another technology would be something that they have an issue with. One thing I wonder is that oh, you know, actually, a lot of this technology that we have now, there were many Muslim uh, like scientists who are in all like mathematicians and all that whose work eventually led to the creation of all these technologies. Does he hate them or were they like were these Muslim like mathematicians or scientists or whatever? Were they all yeah. under like liberal indoctrination or whatever? Yeah. You know, whether, yeah, exactly. Like I'm saying you can't deny technology, it will conquer you. Yeah, again, like it, this is like liberal, non liberal, whatever. As soon as long as there is like, a, as long as technology is too efficient, it's too good. Like the services that technology provides are way too good for, for them to eventually not be accepted. You know, whatever system, whatever, whether you're liberal or conservative, whatever. You know political structure society has it will eventually if it saves money if it makes things more efficient eventually it will become accepted starting to come into fruition and many feminists and liberals are happy about this because this creates a society where men and women can now be more equal i mean that's an extreme example any kind of technology the washing machine the you know the uh washer and dryer the uh, stove all of these technologies make is he against the washing machine like like okay so He's like, he's like, okay, so he, the whole point he's making, hold on, listen. Rely on others. This is a state of dependence. Feminists have commented on this. For example, Shilamuth Firestone, she says that, okay. well, it's not really fair that women have to be pregnant because when they get pregnant for nine months, they're in a weakened state and they have to rely on others. This is a state of dependence. This dependence causes inequality because then the women, the woman doesn't have uh, full, true freedom to choose. So these technology are, um, is helping women be less dependent. This is what she wants to do in that time. Uh, so we if we could somehow find a technology like an artificial womb where the task or the labor of reproduction could be um, right. outsourced so to, through technology, that then that would create a more equal situation. He wants women to be more dependent rather than equal between men and women because now women don't have to be saddled with the labor of reproduction the technology now actually is starting to come into fruition and many feminists and liberals are happy about this because this creates a society where men and women can now be more equal i mean that's an extreme example okay we we like technology that makes people more free that's a tr true thing example, any kind of technology the washing machine the you know the uh washer and dryer the uh, stove all of these technologies so he's against technologies like washing the washing machine and the stove and the dryer because it makes women free Jeez, make yeah yeah, you know he's doing the wait you know the yeah. sorry you know the meme well, of, let, let me, sorry. the meme of like oh hey do you have a washing machine yeah i do and when he brings his wife over he's like he's doing that meme oh, of like yeah. my dishwasher is my wife yeah Right, right. Nobody. Where men and women can now be more equal. I mean, that's an extreme example. Any kind of technology, the washing machine, the, you know, the uh, washer and dryer, the uh, stove, all of these technologies make the duties that women have less in terms of cooking or maintaining a household. And that creates equality between the genders and more freedom. So this is something that the liberal thing. And that's a bad thing. It's a bad thing that we have a washing machine that makes women 
more free? From 200 years ago, recognized. In fact, this was their claim to the superiority of the white race and the European race because the European mind can actually create technology, according to them. But these savages, these Muslims, these Native Americans, blacks, Chinese, they don't have the mental capacity for technology. This is why we have to have a civilizing mission because we want to gradually, in the future, when there are better technological developments, we can have true, complete equality between all people, complete freedom for all people. Okay, so freedom is bad. Washing machines and dryers and stoves have made women free and less dependent on, you know, less tied to their duties. And okay, so Islam is against washing machines. And does he not have a washing machine at his home? I don't understand. I'm what's like happening very here. confused on this spot. How did he connect indigenous people, black people, and all that? with the invention of washing machine. I we went from, okay, so I think this is, he's, he's like, we want, he's saying like, we want maximum freedom and equality, okay? And he thinks like through technology, we could achieve that, okay? Um, by, you know, by making the limitations, um, reduce the limitations, right? For example, on women, right? One limitation, the extreme limitation that he said, like, women have to be pregnant. So maybe one day we have technology where pregnancy doesn't have to happen in the womb. You know, you feel like we wouldn't be pregnancy anymore. Like the fetus could be raised outside of the womb. But also things like not that extreme, like a washing machine and dryer also provides, you know, achieves, gives women their, fr their freedom, right? Um, and he thinks, like, he wants to... He just like every when he goes on a roll, you know, when he's on a roll, like he just wants to just throw everything at it, right? He like, by the way, remi reminder that while while liberals give this technology, and all, when he says liberal, he also thinks like racist, right? White supremacist, which is so interesting because even though like white supremacists are take are mostly like <coughs> far right. But in his mind, everything that is, again, Western and not Muslim must be liberal. So even the people are actual far, you know, far right, which are anything but liberal. He just has to throw that in the same basket. Right. So he goes with this idea of like the, the idea that people think that all things scientific come from scientific come from white people. Right. And. This is like a liberalizing force that the white people is gifting and saving these barbarians that are Muslims and stuff like that. So he wants to, he just wanted to throw that in as well, even though he had nothing to do with the topic at hand, right? Um, yeah, but I just want to know, does he like not have a washing machine just to make sure that his, at his home, just to make sure that his wife is not as free as he could be? Like, I don't understand what's happening. Like this, he is against, against he so he's against technology, but that frees people. So he's he, he's like, say no to washing machines. Like this is like no. I mean, just to be fair to Muslims, okay? Most Muslims don't think like this. Even most radical Muslims. I mean, I don't think even Taliban is against the washing machine. <laughs> I don't think even Taliban is against the washing machine. I don't know. Yeah, really quick. There was a thing in Destiny's subreddit about that. They were like Muslims fan of Destiny being like, hey guys, I know like I'm a Muslim, but I mean it. Like, I don't agree with Daniel at all on this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I think like even Taliban would be like, like this guy is embarrassing us. Like, we're okay, guys. This Daniel guy, he's like a little bit 
cuckoo okay we're like we actually don't have any issues with washing machines okay like we're not that as we're not as radical as this guy <laughs> between all people complete freedom for all people i feel like the area yeah but, but imagine like what the alternative is the alternative is like don't do anything that could free up like that could get, make women free and make sure that they're as dependent as like they're tied to the family like basically they, they, this is why I'm telling you these these people don't want slave they, they don't want wives they want slaves right they are like against divorce against like anything that could free up women make them more mobile because they don't want to you because they know that they can't convince a woman to willingly be with them right they have to chain them right they have to chain them to the to the to the family structure so that they have no choice. Like they can't say no to you when they were, this is like, this is what I'm telling you. Anybody that has a mentality like this, right? They don't have wives, they have sex slaves. They have sex slaves and mm, slaves that, you know, that it's like a maid that you don't, you know, you don't have to pay. And, and th there's no way for them out, right? Yeah, They I have to like... cook and clean for you and they have to have sex with you whenever they want. That's not a wife, that's a slave. I think it's called a concubine or something like that. Yeah, technically a sex slave. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, not that we, we don't have anything against people who like want to be a slave in a kinky way, okay? But that's completely different, okay? That is like just a, only through a period of time and you're like role playing and then you come out of that, like, and then you're not a slave anymore after that, right? But that's okay. That's like we're, we're not kink shaming anybody if you're into that, okay? you're thinking here just comes from this really weird way of reading what inequality or equality is uh we can reduce certain inequalities that exist between groups of people without necessarily saying that those people are the same if you want to make the argument that women should have less of a burden during childbirth i think that's probably a good thing that every single person in society would agree with even if you're not offloading the birthing process we still have special medication that women take you get an epidural when you're having a pregnancy we have special uh, care both before and after for women having um, children i think that easing the burden of different people during different stages of life isn't necessarily a bad thing and it doesn't make those people the same as well um, i don't yeah. think there's a problem presented to liberals in a family where there's a power differential or where different people in that family have different roles I think that what a liberal wants, though, is for people to have the opportunity to enter those roles willingly rather than to have them forced upon them by an external religion. So, for instance, if there was a family where the woman was delegated to do all of the housework and the man was delegated. Yeah, exactly. This is very this is uh, this is a very good point by destiny. Like we like we're not a, people think like, oh, you, you're against women uh, cooking and cleaning. Right. Like, no. <laughs> right. We just think like if you're cooking and cleaning, it should be because you want to, not because you're forced to. <laughs> right. Like people think like liberals, um, if if there's a family that like the husband is like working. Right. Um, or the male in the relationship is working and the female is just like cooking and cleaning and taking care of the baby. Right. There we as liberals. Right. Or as progressives we would be against that. We're like, oh my God, that's horrible. Why is she cooking and cleaning? And he's like, he's the one who's like working and it should be equal. No, the woman should also, maybe it should be the opposite. Maybe the husband should be cooking and cleaning and taking care of the baby and the wife should be working. Like it should be opposite or maybe the same, right? But anything but this, like, no, we just think that that's completely fine as long as everybody's happy with what's happening. You know, we just want everyone to be happy. Like if this is the, what the role that you decided, if they're like, you know, that's what happens in my, you know, house, in my house, like I'm not cooking and cleaning it. You know, it's the, the, the women in my life are the ones who are cooking, cooking and cleaning. Right. Um, and that's not anti-liberal. It's just like, we decide like, this is the roles that we are comfortable with. And as long as everybody's happy with who's, who's responsible for what, 
then we're all good. <laughs> they, they don't understand that we're just for choice. We're just for people being happy with what their roles are. That's what we are for. To go and work a job to bring home money for the family. As long as both people willingly enter that relationship, I don't think any liberal should have a problem with that type of relationship because both of them exactly. are doing it. They're both taking advantage of their liberal freedoms to enter a relationship of their own consent, and then they do that. I think the problem comes from when people see an organization like that and they think that they need to have an external force there from some, say, a religious body saying the man has to do this and the woman has to do this. I don't think the liberal seeks to eliminate all forms of these relationships that might come from religion. Instead, what they seek to eliminate is the force of those religions. You can yeah. only have those types of relationships. Oof, so good. 10 out of 10. Beautiful. Nothing yeah, it's like together. whenever Destiny speaks, I don't know what to say because you know he's he's got it covered, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know if we get to this. There, there, there was only one part that I wasn't happy with about Destiny, uh, what Destiny said. But everything else he, he did was perfect. But let me see if we get to there. So I don't know why you say that. So when I say that liberals are aiming for people to be equal, it doesn't mean that they have to be the same exact in every exact way. So I don't know what you mean by that, um, because I'm not claiming that equality means lack of difference. People can be different and still be equal according to the liberal conception. Just to be clear, I, I don't think that this is a good project, obviously. I don't think artificial wombs are a good thing. I don't think that this kind of... You, you are advocating that liberals want extreme equality to, to get rid of all forms of hierarchy. That's what you were advocating. That's what you were saying, Daniel constant advance of technology to maximize freedom and equality is a good thing because it ends up destroying marriage, family, community, and belief in God. And these things are all attested to by countless uh, studies, uh, peer-reviewed studies and books, some of which I've already mentioned. But, um, just, you, why, didn't she list, why didn't you list them again, Daniel? Just give us a list of all the books you've read, right? Just like, how about, I think Daniel should do this. Every time he goes to a debate, he's just like, somebody brings up a point and like, okay, let me read the list of the book I read. Let me read the name name of the philosophers I know of, and also hear some studies, and then the other person makes you know, an argument. Uh, it's again, very here, much we, like the, yeah. Go it's it's very much like the Jordan Peterson thing where his fans will say, if you want to criticize him on this one sentence he said, you must read like all three or four books he cited first. You need to yeah, read yeah. his other paper he's made first, then you can come to criticize that one sentence. He's basically doing the same thing here. Yeah. Experiment because you think that this is a voluntary system, like liberalism offers people choices and then they can just decide what they yeah, want. Yeah, it's in the world, it offers people choices. You say that too, but when you, when you say that the liberalism promotes freedom, okay, that means that it's offering people choices. So you're saying that as well, Daniel to live their lives. Um, this is not how Muslims have experienced it because this has not been the case for Muslims. Um, whether we're talking about the US or the Western world or the this Muslim world, there's been this imposition, colonialism, the global- well, Again, it was, there's, there has been this imposition. If there has been imposition, that's not liberal because you yourself, Daniel, said that liberalism promotes freedom. You say maximum freedom. Well, if it's maximum freedom, then they can't be imposing anything on you, Daniel. That's how freedom works global war on terror, all of these draconian policies that have been placed on Muslims. Um, and we can talk about very specific examples of that. But uh, here's a thought experiment for you. So imagine that there is- Look, doesn't answer the question, right? And now this is what he does. Every time Daniel says, here's a thought experiment, okay? That's his cue, okay? For him to start coming with this hypothetical, okay? That is like, I don't know, either very dystopian or has like very dire consequences, like very like dark situation, you know, um, consequences, right? And he's like, well, that's liberalism, right? So he he promote he creates a world that doesn't exist, 
okay? And he tells you that liberalism is promoting that, even though it doesn't exist. And so he basically liberalism is not as bad as he wants it, right? Even with all these things that are not liberal that he's adding to, right? Um, it does. It still doesn't get as scary of a monster as he wants to portray it. So he has to come up with an imaginary alternative that to makes it even more scary, right? So I think that's what he's about to do. Hold on. Is this new technology where people can essentially be brains and vats. And mm -hmm. in this brain and vat situation, people will be in constant bliss. Um, basically, it's just your brain. You've lost your body, but it's basically like the matrix, except you're in constant bliss. And the proponents of the, this technology say that um, this is great technology because now if everyone is a brain and a vat, there is no, not going to be any more rape. There's not going to be any more brutality. There's not going to be any more domestic abuse. No more children will be abused because everyone's going to be protected from any kind of violence when they're these brains in VAT. And you know, this is actually mandatory. Everyone needs to be a brain in the VAT. And that's justified. Why? Because we want to get rid of rape. We want to get rid of torture and crime and brutality, domestic abuse, child abuse, child molestation. And would you say that this is something that you think is a good vision for the future? Like what does this got to do with liberalism? This has nothing to do with liberalism. He's like, oh, like mandate put everything, everybody mandatory, put them in a machine so that they experience pleasure and happiness. Would that be a good thing? Would that be a good thing if we put everybody mandatory in a machine? Well, I mean, the mandatory part of it is a little bit against liberalism, you know, the liberal part of liberalism, which is like promotes liberty, which means that you don't get to be forced to put into machines. What does this got to do with liberalism? Yeah, I think later on they will come back to this. But if I'm not mistaken, this is like, this is called a red, red herring, red herring, something like that. You know, like yeah, when you bring up a really, point yeah. that goes into a completely new thing, because yeah. having a thought experiment like that that goes into deep philosophy levels, I think uh, <laughs> it's called the the experience machine. But what he's saying right yeah. now, but that's just way too deep for this conversation, which is more about the politics. Yes, it's a thought experiment in philosophy, and he just reads it, and we're like, "Oh, I'm gonna blame liberalism for this." Like this has, like he's like, like wait, hey, so. Do the do another experiment. Do the trolley problem. We're like trolley problem is when you, uh, no liberalism is when in the trolley problem you basically kill all people. Okay, you get the train to go through through the one person and then come back and then go over the other five person as well. Okay, that's liberalism. Just go every find every thought experiment in philosophy and just like f find the worst out outcome, right? And just be like that's liberalism, right? And like secularity is saying those damn liberals always trying to turn people into brains and mats. So I think his argument is trying to be like because utilitarianism might suggest that um, that you should put you should go into this brain in a vat model, right? And because the people philosophers that were responsible for introducing utilitarianism, those are also some of the founders of liberal thoughts. Therefore, liberalism teaches you that we should by force put, make people to become brains and vats because, because I said so, right? But again, by force, when he said mandatory, he does, like this is such a stretch. He just connects the dots, the loosest way of connecting dots. Like it's, and these are the same people that if we make a more direct connection, if we were like, hey, ISIS is seeming to be taking things out of the Quran and Hadith, so is ISIS Islamic? You're like, ah, that's a that's a stretch. That's no, there's no connection there. What are you talking about? Like you're like, oh, dude. we're like A dot B connect. Okay, like is, is that are these connected? Like no, you can't connect those, right? 
But if you're like, oh, utilitarianism and also John Stuart Mill, one of the many thinkers that came out of the Enlightenment, which eventually was in series of events and ended up in liberalism, like, oh, okay, utilitarianism and maybe my misunderstanding of how utilitarianism works made me think that we should put everybody as brain invest. Therefore, liberalism teaches you that everybody should by force become brain invest. Okay, that's not a stretch, but we saying that ISIS thinks out of the Quran and Hadith, therefore they're Islamic. That's a stretch, apparently. Okay, so, um, but here's the thing again, liberalism promotes liberty. Okay, liberty. I'm pretty sure promoting liberty and putting people by force into this machine that he just mandatory, making it mandatory for people to be brains and vats. I'm pretty sure that's a contradiction. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I think liberty, liberalism doesn't go hand in hand with forcing people to be brains and vats. Yeah. Um, I know he'll come back to this data. So I don't know if I should say what I was going to say about the experience machine now, if I keep it till after he brings it back up again. Um, let's see. Let's see when he brings, brings it back up. Again. Do you think that, what would you say, would you want uh, to actually be a part of that program? Um, this gets this gets into a really different type of area that I don't think this. No, I think it's very relevant. It's absolutely uh, not relevant. Because it's, 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 it's very deep. <laughs> it's absolutely not relevant to what we're talking about. Epistemic question. Well, it's existence. a simple question. Like, what do you think that's um, a good no, 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 thing? No, no, it's absolutely not. Can I ask real quick for moderators? Can we do twenty second back and forth? Can you do that? Look at, by the way, you know what, what? This cringe thing that Daniel does. He wants to be like, I'm alpha. I'm alpha. Like, why are you guys not alpha? Liberals are such betas, and Muslims are Chad and alpha, right? But look how look how this liberal is just like slapping him around. <laughs> it's like ignoring him and just moving the conversation. It's dominating him. Like he's such a like based on this. Like I mean, I don't believe in alpha beta stuff, right? Categorization, right? But based on the people who do, right? Uh, they think like the person who's dominating, who's taking lead in the conversation, they would associate that with alpha, right? And the person that is just like being moved around and just being like Daniel is being manhandled here right now. You know what I mean? Like he's just like he's just ignoring him and like ignoring talking to the moderators and just deciding what, you know, trying to see if it could change the structure of the conversation or not. And Daniel is just like taking his lead, right? He's, he just looks such, like such a pussy here, right? Um, he can't maintain which direction but and he tries to like change the conversation to another side and destiny doesn't let him right and it's so beautiful to watch right because first of all destiny is a liberal which is he's supposed to be the beta that daniel is supposed to be the alpha and also it's very interesting because uh, destiny is lgbt right and this you have this uh, a lot of these conservatives want to act like i don't know like gay and bi people are like you know beta and like pussies and weak and but he's like so much he's coming off as a lot more dominating and strong than him right and he's just like looking up to him and just seeing where where destiny allows him to for the conversation to go so it's it, he just comes off as a lot more based on their you know based on their categorization as alpha right like look at the I just wanted timing. Okay, here's a question that I have. Okay, do you think that hierarchies can exist under liberalism? No, you asked like, me. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you take me there, right? Like, I'm not gonna let you take me in this dumb conversation that you're making. Well, you haven't answered a single question. You don't, you don't want to play your game. So I want to know: Do you think a hierarchy can exist under liberalism? 
I answered that question already. I said that. I yes. need to hear it in 20 seconds or less, not a they, referral to 15. No, no, no. This is not. This is not a. Uh, you know, you're not interrogating me. I asked. Well, yeah, it's a debate. We're both interrogating each other, of course. Well, it seems like your claim. It seems like you're claiming that a hierarchy cannot exist under liberalism, which I think is absolutely absurd. No, I do not claim that. You're strawmanning. You see, he won. Right? That thing completely dominated him. It's like he like. Play this mind game with me, okay? And this thing was like, I'm not gonna play into the game with you. It has nothing to do. With it. Like, no, no, please, please play this mind game. And like this thing, like, no, answer my question in 20 seconds. Like, I like, why are you interrogating me? Like, you, you, I, well, we're having a debate, okay? This is what how debates work. Did you not know that we we're about to debate? Answer this question. And now, now, <laughs> Daniel submits. So like, okay, like, why are you strawmanning me? Why are you strawmanning me? Like, this is not what I said. And then he has to explain himself, right? So he's not like he's not giving in. He's not submitting. Uh, Destiny is not submitting to Daniel, and he's making him like he's making him Daniel his bitch, basically, right? Okay, I might be strumming. That's why I'm giving you an opportunity right now to clarify. In 20 seconds or less, do you believe that hierarchies can exist under liberalism? Look, what do you mean by liberalism? See, this is a full-on submission, right? This is a full-on submission by Daniel. So Destiny refused to play the, uh, Daniel's game. Like I didn't. I'm not gonna play your stupid mind game. You answer my question, and he he tried to resist, and he's like, shh. Just answer my question, and now Daniel re responded. So this is this is complete dominance by destiny of the conversation. This is so amazing. So the reason why I was so this was so beautiful to watch is because he is such a pretender that he's alpha, right? He's such a pretender, right? And this was the what I loved how he just slapped him around in this part of the debate. Do you mean actual liberalism or your fantasy liberalism in your head? Liberalism no how it's played of. out in every history of society where there have been hierarchies. Yeah, I acknowledge that there are hierarchies in liberal society. Okay, so hierarchies, do you mainly acknowledge... between Muslims at the bottom of the hierarchy and liberals at the top. Yeah, that's a hierarchy that has existed throughout most Muslim society. So who uh, do you history. think can live in each other's society easier? Liberals in a majority Muslim society or Muslims in a majority liberal society? Oof, that was such a perfect, beautiful question. I never even thought about asking that question, right? This was the best question. Like, everybody, you don't even need to wait for the answer. Just asking that question by itself is such a statement. And everybody could just come out of like, wow, you know, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Just, and everybody knows the answer, right? Like, in each other's society, hierarchy and liberals at the top. Yeah, that's a hierarchy that has existed throughout Muslim. Uh, Who do you think can live in each other's society easier? Liberals in a majority Muslim society or Muslims in a majority liberal society? Beautiful. What do you mean by easier? You figure it out. You can figure it out. What? what <laughs> like, I, I, I'm also like, guys, take notes from Destiny, okay? When people want to avoid your, when you avoid your questions and just fuck around and instead of like having a normal constructive dis discussion with you, right? And instead of like actually addressing, right? Um, they might be like, what do you mean by easier, right? So this is a trick people use that when they have nothing to say, they make you define every fucking thing that you're saying. It's a trick people use. Like, well, it depends on what, the word is, what do you mean by is, like what the, what the definition of is is, right? Like that's how ridiculous you could take it, right? What do you mean by easier, right? And that's a trap. That's a trap in, uh, to let, instead of letting you make your points to just get waste time into like, oh, well, here's the definition of easier, <laughs> right? But Destiny doesn't fall for it. Destiny has so much experience in debates, right? They're like, you figure it out. <laughs> Whatever, whatever definition you want to use, easier. I'm not gonna play that game with you. That's so. That that's such a clever way of like not falling for people's bullshit fucking games.
But how are you? Who's gonna be happier? Who's gonna, the I'm people not who are gonna be happier? Let's say no, okay. Let's you say, didn't define easier for me, so I'll have to define it for myself. Okay, sure. well, you don't. <laughs> it didn't define easier for me. You want me to waste time in this debate? Define easier for you. Fuck off. I'll say happier. Yeah, Muslim, uh, liberals living in a Muslim society. Do you think everyone gay, living think, in a Muslim society is going to be happier? Do you think yeah. LGBTQ people would feel the same? What do you mean by LGBTQ people? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer people. Do you think they would be happier living in a Muslim society? <laughs> what do you mean by LGBT people? Like, do you want me to define that for you? Like, this is like, he has nothing. He just has nothing. So he's just like, what do you mean by this? Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, well, Daniel, what do you mean by mean? <laughs> society or liberal society? Muslim society. Why? Because this is, as I said, Muslim Islam is preserving marriage, right, so, so, family. So secular religion is saying, yes, it's, it is worth defining some things like uh, spend a few minutes on, on it though. No, okay, yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes certain words need definition, but not easier. <laughs> not like not you don't. Have, if you have to define easier in a debate, then you know that you're that's that's extreme. Okay. Then he's like, "What do you mean by LGBT?" Okay. Do, do you need to define LGBT community? Like, do, like that's not an honest. There are sometimes that you actually like. Okay, you, you need to clarify what this means before I could answer you. There are sometimes that that makes sense. Okay. And it's an honest attempt to make things more clear. But when you're when you're asking somebody to define LGBT or easier, that's not an honest attempt to make things easier. That's just basically you not having an answer, and you just want to waste the other person's time in getting, you know, bogged down in definitions. Community or queer people, PQ people feel the same. What do you mean by LGBTQ people? What do you mean, again? What do you mean by LGBTQ people? Like, how could you even ask that, Daniel? You have spent. Like 25% of your videos are about attacking LGBTQ people, okay? So I don't know what you're talking, like, what do you mean? Do you not know what LGBTQ is, Daniel? Do you not know? Have you not seen your own videos talking about them endlessly? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer people, do you think they would be happier living in a Muslim society or a liberal society? A Muslim society. Why? Because this is, as I said, Muslim Islam is preserving marriage. Okay. Gay, so bisexual, transgender. So he's saying that LGBTQ people are going to be living happier lives in a Muslim society, right? Than Muslims are can live in liberal societies. Like that's insane. Okay. Not only that. So like, think about Vikram. Think about this. Okay. There's actually something even more telling. Okay. Muslims in liberal societies obviously are living happier lives than LGBTQ people would be living in Islamic societies, especially Islamic societies that Daniel approves of. Okay, that would be, you know, that would they would be living in horrible lives over there, right? But we could go one step farther. Okay, forget LGBTQ people or liberal people. Okay, just Muslims themselves. Muslims themselves live happier lives in liberal societies than Muslims in Islamic societies, right? You don't even have to go as far as saying Muslims in liberal societies versus um, uh, versus LGBTQ or liberals in Muslim societies. Just You could just focus on Muslims. And that's how good liberalism is. This is that's, it, it's even better for Muslims themselves. Liberalism is so good that even Muslims live better lives in liberal societies compared to Muslim, Islamic societies. Or queer people, do you think they would be happy living in a Muslim society or a liberal society? A Muslim society. Why? 
What? Because this is, as I said, Muslim Islam is preserving marriage, family, community, belief in God. These are things that are biologically rooted. LGBT, you know, we can talk about whether that's biologically rooted or not. But the basis for uh, these four things I mentioned, they're universal. They've been seen it, you know, so universally. Question, right? so, yeah, so, no, it does. Because human beings, there's an objective answer to what makes human beings happier. What makes them psychologically happier so you think it, wait, is correlated to these four relationships. So if they're in a society that preserves these four kinds of relationships and institutions, they're going to be, by definition, happier. Do you think a Muslim society would seek to eliminate LGBTQ people? So here's the thing. They're deciding... This is so dystopian, okay? Because if you're not happy under an Islamic society because of, with their authoritarian rules and like their limitations on what you get to do, okay? It's because you are not living according to your nature, right? They have to define the, you of course you're going to be happier under an Islamic society because they will define happiness for you. They will tell you what it means to be happy. It's like if he's basically saying like LGBT people would be happier in a Muslim society because they would not be LGBT. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's, or or if it's or if it's because or if they if they want something that they don't allow, is because there's something wrong with them, right? You know, they're not living according. They're not living their best lives. They want them. They want to force them to live according to Islamic lives because even if they don't want it, just because they don't know what's but they don't know what's because they don't know what's good for them. Right? We will force happiness upon you based on our our own standards. So Islamic law has um, uh, prohibited same sex behavior. And also has rules for killing gay people if they're caught by enough witnesses. Yeah? Uh, yes, absolutely. I've discussed this many times, mm -hmm. as do other religions, as do all. This is good. So I'm so glad that this got out, right? So he, he, Daniel, so there's three things I wanted Daniel to admit. Two of them got out, right? One of them didn't. One of them, it was too bad, so bad that Daniel kind of like didn't answer, right? So it got out that, yes, he agrees that LGBT people should be executed, right? Under his standard of Islam. So he says that. He also ac pro accepted that slavery is a good thing, okay? Uh, he defends slavery. So Daniel did that. But when it comes to Muhammad, when it comes to the age of marriage being nine, he didn't, he knew that that would be too bad for his audience and he didn't say that. He just said puberty. He didn't say nine. Yeah, I was going to say, I wish he went to the pubic, he said like, what's wrong with a pubescent child? And, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, though, did that? Yeah, he, did, he didn't he go to nine years old. I do teenage girls like does it begin at nine year old or like I don't know the exact age. I know for guys it's thirteen onwards and girls it's a bit earlier. But he didn't say nine years old. He just said what's wrong with pubescent girls uh, having sex with men. Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. But he didn't say nine. I wish Destiny pushed on that and he asked for the age. But uh, but he knew that the, I think he knew that that would be too much for this audience, so he didn't say it. People, if they're caught by enough witnesses, yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. I've discussed this many times, mm -hmm. as do other religions, as do all traditional well, I'm not arguing for other religions, I'm arguing in favor of What about Islam? What about Islam? He's like, you know, he's like, here, an institution. They're going to be, by definition, happier. Do you think a Muslim society would seek to eliminate LGBTQ people? So, Islamic law has um, uh, prohibited same sex behavior. And also has rules for killing gay people if they're caught by enough witnesses, yeah? Uh, yes, absolutely. I've discussed this. Yes, absolutely. Okay, thank you for confirming. Many times. Mm -hmm. As do other religions. As do all. 
as do other religions. Like, oh, yeah, like, and what, what, what is that? Part? Like, okay, they're all bad. What do you think? Like, this liberal atheist in front of you is going to defend his other religions? Like, what is this point? Yeah. What That's is why I didn't understand why he said that because he knows destiny is an atheist. So he's like, what is destiny going like, to say if you point out a problem in a religion? He doesn't believe in that, you know? Yeah, what? Like, I don't understand. Like, like is Daniel out of his mind? Are you Daniel? What point do you do you think you're making by telling a liberal atheist that other religions are also anti-LGBT? Like, do you think that's a win for you? Do you think you're making a point? Do you think you're defending Islam by saying that? Like, like, are you are you are you a moron? Like, Daniel, you're supposed to be the smart one. All traditional. Well, I'm not arguing for other religions. I'm arguing in favor of liberalism right no, because now. Because you're trying to present this case of liberalism versus Islam, and I'm trying to reframe it in the proper context. Well, you're you're liberalism to... versus all societies, all religions, and all cultures. Okay, we can do that. Because... We can do that as well. But I do think that I'm going yes, to. Well, that's the title of the debate, though. That's the title of the debate. It's like it's about. You're like you're trying to make this liberalism against Islam. And like, well, that's what. <laughs> but it's liberalism against all other societies as well. Like, well, well. That's what you're talking about, Daniel. Have you not seen what the title of the debate is? Defend another religion that would try to kill gay people? Do you think that would be an argument? This that I would debate take? is not about you defending Islam. I'm not trying to you're defend trying Islam. To defend, I'm attacking you. You right should now. try to defend liberalism. <laughs> <when> I... <laughs> what? I, I didn't understand what he meant by this. Like he, he just switched. He took like Destiny's side and pretended that's his belief. And like I, this part yes. doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Of liberalism versus Islam, and I'm trying to reframe it in the proper context. Well, you're you're liberalism to... versus all societies, all religions, and all cultures. Okay, we can do that. Because... We can do that as well. But do you think that I'm going to defend another religion that would try to kill gay people? Do you think that would be an argument? That this I would debate take? is not about you defending Islam. I'm not trying to. You're defend trying Islam. to defend. I'm you you right should now. try to defend yeah. liberalism when I pointed out that liberalism has these so kinds of major so harms. You have defense... no real response. Well, he's he is trying to defend the birth. He's not he's not defending Islam. What is he... so that? I'm absolutely you're just asking these bizarre questions, and you're not answering not, my so questions. To be clear, I asked, I asked a lot of your so answered to, a lot of your questions. Clear, Let me ask a question. Well, hold on, I haven't asked a single bizarre question. I think my questions you're are very You're interrogating fair. me. You're interrogating. Can you give me an example of one question that I'm? You're interrogating. What do you think you're here to do? That's just how debates work, Daniel. So far, that's been bizarre. Asking me whether look, he's he's so. Like you're asking me a question, why are you not answering my question? Well, Daniel, because your questions are idiotic and has nothing to do with the debate, and his questions are actually more relevant to the debate. But look how he cries about it. like why is he like Mom, he's not answering my questions? Like this is the alpha, you this is your alpha, right? And 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 this and he just like walks over him, right? It completely ignores him, like, well, I'm gonna ask my question again, answer it. And then he just submits. He's like, well, can you answer my question, please, Destiny? Can I answer my question? Like, and Destiny just like asks his question again, and he just he, he he's just being completely manhandled, right? And he just gives in. He's just like, okay, let me answer. It. Interrogating me. You're interrogating. Can you give me, me an example of one question questions. that I've asked so far that's been bizarre? Asking me whether hierarchy can exist in a liberal system. Okay. After I explained it ten Look, different. Do you times. think it might be fair that when you tell me that families can't? Did you not say that? He's such a sub here. He's such a sub. He's just like this, and he just completely ignores his cries and just goes on with it, and he just follows them. Families can't really exist under liberalism. I said that liberalism gradually erodes family over time. And this is a statistical fact. Is that because, that has been is that because of the documented by sociologists, by anthropologists? Read Joseph Heinrich. Is that because I'm not, I'm not talking to Joseph Heinrich? I'm talking yeah, to you. Yeah, well, okay. I'm, I'm so, fighting. Perfect. Perfect. I'm not, look, look, I'm not talking to Joseph Heinrich. I'm talking to you. Do you have an argument, Daniel? Do you have a, like, you have nothing. So you just like so and so said this, and here's a name. Well, make the fucking argument, Daniel. Do you have a point? Are you just going to drop names? This is a perfect response by Destiny here. 
gradually erodes family over time. And this is a statistical fact is that, that because, has been is that because the documented by sociologists, by anthropologists. Read Joseph Heinrich. Is that because I'm not, I'm not talking to Joseph Heinrich? I'm talking yeah, to you. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, so, I'm not talking to Joseph Heinrich. I'm talking to you. Best, best. 10 out of 10. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, one thing I find to be really hard, if you're debating someone and all they do is just tell you like, well, all the evidence that agrees with me, everything agrees with me. Like, what can you even say now? The debate's over, you know? Yeah. No, you know what? What you should do, Daniel? You should just be like, the at the beginning of the debate, you're like, uh, there's research uh, um, that shows you're wrong. And that the reason shape this, and there are people who disagree with you, and here are the names. And you're like, okay, well, here are my points, here are my arguments. And that, Daniel should just keep saying, like, well, there's research that disagrees with you, and there are people who disagree with you. And like, and then the other side, like, well, here are some more arguments, here are some more points. These are what I think. Like, well, there's research uh, that disagree with you, and there are people also with big names, big names that disagree with you. All right, all right, well. Just keep saying that, I guess. My question, that you're not citing anything. You're giving me a name. I want an argument, okay? So if I you write a good go. argument by, by him. You're giving me a name. I want an argument. I should take notes. This is a, somebody, somebody take notes. You're giving me names. I want an argument. Fantastic. I'm learning. Guys, keep learning. This is, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Fantastic job. Give me that argument. I don't need you to cite Fam the other. Families are, so eroded, the, families are so, eroded by liberalism. Yes, that answers your question. So No, that doesn't. The question was, can families exist <laughs> no, it, under liberalism? Yes, they do right now. We have families, don't we? Great, that's good. But okay. unfortunately, they have, they're whittling down from nuclear families to single-parent households to people who don't want to even get married, people who don't want to even have children. That's the reality. The statistics, if you look at polls, if you look at the demographics, people don't want to get married. They don't want families. Sure, now, that didn't exist in the past. This is a uh, directionality to these trends in liberal societies. Sure, but these trends may or may not have existed predating any modern uh, Abrahamic religion we have or any no, they do, because they're evolutionary according to evolutionary sure. biologists. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an evolutionist, but I'm, I'm just, I presume I'm that you saying, are. I'm the evolutionary that... biologists are confirming this historic reality. You can dig up the bones and see okay, the families in their huts because of some kind of volcano that buried them under it, and you can see the families from thousands and thousands of years ago, prior okay. to prehistory. So we've agreed that families and hierarchies can indeed exist under liberalism. I'm good we agree there. You don't have any disagreements. Okay, That's um, not what liberalism... So it's interesting because they keep wanting to say like liberalism is against family, even though there's nothing in liberalism that contradicts family. Okay. Everything that you see about like problems with family or change in the family structure has more to do with changing in economic structures and, you know, um, you know, progress as a whole, even if it wasn't under a liberal society, if the, if the structure of the economy changed, like the, the, Actually, it's very interesting because the nuclear family itself, okay, the reason why we went from extended family, a wide adaptation of the extended family to eventually wide adaptation of the nuclear family was not because of an ideological change. It was because of the industrial revolution, right? It was most, mostly a response to the nature of work and the nature of, you know, of nature of the, the structure of how the economy works that now we, you know, and now we're going to see coming out of the nuclear family for the same reason, right? It doesn't really matter what uh, people's ideology ideologies are. Like ideologies come after, so that you could now deal with the new this new reality, right? There's no way you could stop this, right? Um, but yeah, so but but he keeps wanting to say like liberal, like and Daniel is pointing out that this is like you know there's nothing in liberalism that is against family. Maybe just not the way you like you define family. Aspires to. Yeah. I think Liberalism his is just fact. Initially, we were a big family, then we became a smaller one, and then we became a smaller one. And the trend looks like everybody's just going to be individual eventually. Like, in, like no 
there's not going to be a family eventually. I, I think that's his claim, but I yeah, just don't yeah. see, I don't get his point out. <laughs> no, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to need um, small, what, maybe they don't, they, they won't call it a family because they can't recognize it as what they call a family, right? But we do require um, smaller groups of, like we, most of us prefer not living alone, right? Uh, most of us prefer living in a, you know, be close to a small community that I would call a family. They don't think like if your blood, if you're not related by blood or by marriage, they don't call it the family, right? But at the end of the day, um, you know, five or you know, two, three, four, five people who live with each other and have chosen to be like brothers or sisters or like wives, like what we what we used to call like you know. What we what we call in husbands and wives, that would be a family. That's what we we would call a chosen family, right? So I think actually it doesn't make sense for us to be forced by nature to mm, to decide what's our family, right? Like, oh, you're tied by blood to this person, so this is your brother or this is your sister, right? I think you should be able to choose what who's your partner, who's your like somebody that would we traditionally would be like your sister or like your brother, right? Or like your child, right? You could adopt a child. You could be like someone's brother, even though you're not tied to them by blood, okay? You could be someone's partner, even though you're not legally married. Um, and I think that that flexibility will mean like the chosen family would be a lot more in line with what works for you rather than what's been forced to you but to you by nature, right? Maybe you don't like, maybe you and your brother are like, don't get along, but this other person is like a brother to you more than your biological brother to, is to you. Maybe you live with somebody that is your wife, but you're not legally recognized. They're not legally recognized as your wife by the state, but for all intents and purposes, they are, you know, you see them, they are your wife or your husband, right? Um, and I think like if we allow that as a family model, that actually improves happiness because people get to create their family rather than be have it forced upon them. In communities. You know how many communities have gone exist, gone extinct due to 200 years of liberal power and colonialism? Okay, so we both agree that hierarchies of families can exist under liberalism. Um, my earlier question, you didn't really answer satisfactorily. Um, I asked earlier, do you think a liberal can live easier in a Muslim society or Muslim? So he's, he, it's, it's very, he, like Destiny has a list and he just wants to establish those, right? And Daniel wants to move it to a different direction. He's like, I want my list, to, Destiny is like, I want my list to be complete, okay? So I have already, you already confirmed that Family and liberalism are another contradiction. That hierarchy is a thing in liberalism, right? Um, so you now he's trying to give make force him to give him this this other point that he wants to establish. And he's like, not destiny is not letting Daniel derail him for achieve trying to achieve these points, like get him get him on the list, right? He has a list. Destiny's like, I'm getting these things marked off my list, right? So you haven't, he's like, you haven't answered me satisfactory to this one. Give me this one now. My earlier question, you didn't really answer satisfactorily. Um, I asked earlier, do you think a liberal can live easier in a Muslim society or Muslim can live easier in a liberal society? Now you seem to say that a liberal could live easier in a Muslim society, but when I test the borders of the more extreme liberal views, it seems like these people wouldn't actually be able to live in a Muslim society. So one of the examples that I gave was a member of the LGBTQ community, which you admitted Muslims would execute given the opportunity to. No, so how no, is it? Don't misrepresent Islamic law. So Islamic law doesn't say that if two gay men are caught having intercourse with each other with enough witnesses that they can be executed? Yeah, that's different than saying that, okay, whoever is a homosexual, come here so we can execute you. That's not the same thing. Okay, I'll restate that a tad more charitably. <laughs> so it's not a guarantee that you'll get like, Oh, okay, so it's not as bad as you think. We're not just going to be like, any, like we're not just going to be like, 
you know, hunting down gay people, all right? If there are witnesses that somebody has committed a gay act, then we would execute them. Okay, oh, now it's okay then. Okay, so that's good. It's a good thing that we clarify that, okay? Executed if you're gay. It's like so like, okay, God or oh, Daniel, you know, like all the gay people over there, it's like, if so long as you don't say it, you don't act on it, mm. you're okay, you know, nothing to complain about. Yeah. As long as we don't find out, as long as we don't find out, basically. Okay, I'll restate that a tad more charitably. So it's not a guarantee that you'll get executed. If <laughs> Look, he's smiling, like he's like, like okay this is so barbaric this is so evil that we're like to be more charitable we have to be like okay if we if you get if you manage to don't get caught then you wouldn't die okay okay that's let's be more charitable to this is that they can be executed yeah that's different yes okay mortal skeptic is like no don't how are, you're so unfair to islam we only kill you if we catch you don't, don't <laughs> If, don't be like you're misrepresenting Islam. You're making us look evil. We don't kill gay people if we can't catch you. If we don't catch you in the act, you survive. Be more charitable to Islam. <laughs> you only die if we if we can get get you in the act. Oh my God! All right, yes, let's be charitable to Islam. Okay. Different than saying that. Okay, whoever is a homosexual, come here so we can execute you. That's not the same thing. <laughs> Okay, I'll restate that a tad more charitably. So it's not a guarantee that you'll get executed if you're gay. It's just a decent chance if you get caught doing it, right? So how can you say that an LGBTQ person would have an easier time living in a Muslim society than in a liberal society? Okay, so let's just for the sake of this kind of line of argument that you want to keep repeating. Oh um, okay, there are these LGBTQ people. Let's say that this is natural, even though all the scientific research has established that there's no, natural question, basis, there's no natural basis yep. to this from nature. Like, this has nothing to do with this question. You're going like, on a different direction. Jesus Christ. There are, there are gay animals too. Uh, this was recently published that it's it primarily environmental factors. Yes, there's a nature article. Read there's a nature article that says gay animals don't appear? No, no, this is about finding the genetic basis of homosexuality. I will bet you $25 friendly that there is no nature article that says we've confirmed there is or is not a genetic basis for a sexual orientation. You're you yes. absolutely out of, there's no yes. chance. Okay. Well, someone can look it up right now in nature. I don't have it right here in front of me right now, but they established. Okay, this is important. Let's do this one, okay? So he, after this debate was over, he went and looked, um, he, he claimed that, so Destiny made a bold claim. It's like, there's absolutely no way that this article exists in a nature magazine that, um, let's bring it up, okay? And Daniel went and found the article and he's like, I was right. Destiny was wrong, right? Absolutely. Out of, there's no yes. chance. Okay. Well, someone can look it up right now in nature. I don't have it right here in front of me right now, but they established that 30% they can find, they can associate 30 possible. So the article that he found was the article in nature that was saying that there's no gay gene. Okay. There's no gay gene. That is different from the claim that he's making. And it's so, it's amazing that Daniel reads these articles and he has a strong interpretation of it, and he's so bold about the conclusion. And he, like, he has, like, his reading comprehension might be below zero. Like, I don't understand how again he got, uh, he got a degree from Harvard. Like, how does that? This is such an embarrassing Twenty-five dollars friendly that there is no animals. This was recently published that it's primarily environmental factors. Yes, there's a nature article. Okay, primary environmental. That's different. There's a nature article that says gay animals don't appear. This was there's no natural basis. There's no natural basis to this from nature. Look, he himself is like, I don't even have to bring up the article. He himself is saying contradictory stuff. He himself shows that he doesn't understand how to read a simple article. 
I don't like just by listening to him. Listen to this, okay? Be very. Uh, Even though all the scientific research has established that there is no natural basis. Go ahead. There's no natural basis. Yep. To he's saying, listen, be careful. To, he's saying that the the research shows that there is no natural basis to being gay. Okay. This from nature. This was recently there are there are gay animals too. Okay. Uh, this was recently published yeah. that it's primarily it environmental factors. Yes. That is primarily environmental factor. Even in what he said, there's a contradiction. Okay, saying it's primarily environmental factor. By the way, let me remind you that the womb is also environmental factor. Something could be environmental and it could be cell pre-birth, right? But, right? So he's saying primarily environmental factor, but there's no natural basis. So if it's primarily environmental, what does that mean? That means it's not all environmental, right? That means that there is some of it is genetical. And also environmental factor are also natural, just like things that could happen be happening in the womb are not are environmental, but also natural. Right? So just saying something is primarily environmental does not contradict the fact that it's also natural. Right, so he doesn't understand that. This is natural, even though all the scientific research. Um, okay, there are these LGBTQ people. Let's say that this is natural, even though all the scientific research has established that no, there is no natural question, basis. There's no natural basis. Yeah. To there, he's saying there's no natural basis, and his evidence is that it's primarily environmental. Well, dude, if it's primarily environmental, it means that it's not all environmental. If it's not all environmental, that means that you can't say that is no natural basis for it. This from nature. This was recently there are there are published. gay animals too. Uh, this was recently published that it's it primarily environmental factors. Yes, there's a nature article. Read there's the a nature article that says gay animals don't appear. No, no. This is about finding the genetic basis of homosexuality. I will bet you twenty-five dollars friendly that there is no nature article that says we've confirmed there is or is not a genetic basis for a sexual orientation. You're you're yes. absolutely out of. There's no yes. chance. Oh, and also, they, they, if you actually read the article that he's citing, right? They actually say that there is genetic. There is a genetic basis for, like, somewhat of a genetic basis for, uh, for the, for this, for being LGBT, right? But it's just saying there's no gay gene, and these people think like saying that there's no gay gene means that there's no genetic basis for it. There's no genetic basis for being gay. Well, dude, there's also no height gene. There's no height gene. I think height is very a very good example. Okay, we don't have a height gene, but there is a genetic influence on your height. And there's also a large environmental influence on your height, okay? So just because environment has a huge effect on your height, that doesn't mean there's not a genetic basis for it, okay? And also just because there is no height gene, that doesn't mean there's no genetic basis for your height. So he, he thought that, like, after the debate when he was reviewing this, he thought he had such a win. He went to his audience and like, ah, Destiny was wrong. Destiny was, like, a uh, bargain that, like, $25 and he owes me $25. Look, the article says there's no gay gene. Like you don't understand that if there's no gay gene, that doesn't mean that the, that that doesn't prove that genetics has no influence. Like, how are you a Harvard graduate? How are you so full of yourself? How are you so proud of being this, this intellectual heavyweight when you can't even understand the basics, the very simple basics of what you're reading and you go brag to your audience and you think you won the debate? You don't even have the most basic, simple understanding of the things that you're reading. You just you, you the only you could the only thing you could do is just cite research, research that you don't have an understanding of, and just name them 
and come misrepresent them to your audience and name people and sound act like you're intelligent, you're 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 so beneath this entire argument. Your yeah. your understanding of everything you talk about is childish. We're going. Yeah, no, uh, Destiny responded to his uh, thing where he, so he went, he found the article, he showed like how the title says no gay gene and all that. Yeah. And he was like, see, Destiny owes me $25 now. But Destiny pointed out that in the article itself, it does indicate what Destiny said, which is like, there's no gay gene, but there is like a natural element to what, like, you know, it's, it's, it's not, um, I'm not getting the terms right, but it's when whenever there's a topic of nature versus nurture, the the answer is always a mixture of both. We just don't know to which yeah. degree. It's almost a mix. It's almost always a mix. It's very few, like there are very few things that is purely genetical. Okay, like maybe your eye color, or maybe like this thing that you have in your ear, right? Or maybe your hair color, stuff like that, right? Or maybe your like facial bone structure, right? Um, those are like very little environmental, right? But most things, especially something as complicated as behavior and sexuality, all right? So that is mostly a mix of both. It's, yeah. But he said, like, the, the, the article claims that there's no genetic basis. There's no gen. No one claim. It's impossible for that to be true. God damn it. So stupid. And, they, and then they lose so... They, it's so embarrassingly wrong about everything he says. And then they don't recognize it, and they don't recognize what is being told to them, and they don't recognize how how pathetically stupid they look and how they have been humiliated, right? And it's so embarrassing that they go to their audience and they're like, "Oh my God, I won! I defeated this uh, my opponent!" And like, I'm so embarrassed for them, right? And and their audience completely buys that. It means like it doesn't matter what you do; they they keep thinking that they're the the, the winners, even no matter how badly you destroy them. Okay. Someone can look it up right now, nature. I don't have it right here in front of me right now, but they established that 30% they can find, they can associate 30 possible genes that might be associated with homosexual orientation. Okay. 30%. What that means is that... See? Like, now he's contradicting himself. They say like there will be 30 possible genes. So that means that there is a genetic basis. There, that means there is no one gene. So he just contradicted what he just said earlier, that he said there is no genetic basis. And he's like, they associated, like there's... 30 different genes that could be possible, right? Yeah, that he, he does a it. mixture of thing where he says 30% and then he says 30 different genes, but the oh. article itself never says that. Okay, so what does the article say? Uh, here's what it says. Um, the scientists found that genetics could explain 8 to 25% of a variation in sexual behavior. That's for closest mm. you have to the 30% thing. It doesn't actually ever say what he says it says. All right, so the same the same article that he's citing that says that there is no genetic basis is actually claiming that there is a genetic basis, okay? You know, but but they just go with the title by the because the title is saying there's no gay gene, they think like they they're, they're winning over this, right? But it's very interesting because now Destiny was nodding and like, okay, that sounds more closer to what reality is. But when that when Daniel was reviewing this debate, he acted like with when Destiny nodded his head, that means like, okay, uh, I lost, you're right, right? But they just, um, it's so it's so funny how 
they don't realize what's happening, right? Like, yeah, th- this is actually closer to what, what is real, but he started by saying that there is no genetic basis, right? So yeah, this is closer to reality. At 30%, yeah, you have this even more, even more than that, he's using that number to state that this is referring to uh, homosexual behavior. Well, the article itself is only, ref- that part of this is referring to all sexual behavior. So not just mm-hmm. like homosexual. So homosexual yeah, he just took what the article said, he changed the numbers and he changed the conclusion of it. So I think, yeah. And also here's a reminder, wh- how did we get here? We, the question was, the question is about whether gay people, all right, or whether LGBT people live better lives in um, Islamic countries or Muslims in liberal countries, right? And he doesn't understand the question. He doesn't engage with the question. He doesn't even understand what's happening. And now he wants to go to this appeal to nature fallacy that has nothing to do with the conversation. He doesn't even know. Like, he just wants to d- derail everything. He's not to something that has nothing to do with the topic of the hand. Seven, only, uh, only 30% of those. And he wants to, like, let, he wants to distract you, like, because he, he, he knows that he can't answer the question, right? He knows that he would lose that. So... By by giving a long-winded lecture on like something that seems to him like he's being academic, he just wants to impress his audience rather than actually respond to the question because that would make him lose. This mix of genetics actually express homosexual desire. 70% who have the exact same genetics do not express this. So they determined on the basis of this 30-70% split that it's more of an environmental factor that causes homosexual behavior. And this- So there is a genetic basis then? So there is, I mean, even based on his wrong statistics, that means there is a genetic basis. So that contradicts what you just said, Daniel. Do you understand that you don't, that that just contradicts what you said? Is very obvious when you look at other studies and when you look at human history. But let's, I'm granting, I'm conceding your entire point. I'm conceding that. Well, you're not, you're caveating a lot in the beginning with the the point. For the sake of argument, let's say it's (laughs) bio. Well, guess what? Marriage is also something biological. The desire to pair bond is biological. Uh, The desire to form families is biological. It's associated with hormones like oxytocin. Community is also biological. Check check the research. See, that's such a different thing, you know? Like, look, destiny is like completely guessing. Like, marriage is biological. It's like, no. Like, pair bonding is like, yes, it is, right? But those (laughs) are not the same thing. Those are not the same thing, okay? I can be with somebody because, yes, we want a pair bond, okay? But we don't have to get married, <laughs> right? It, that's not just because we have this desire to, you know, bond with somebody else and be with them, right? And create a partnership, right? You know, and, hey, if you want to call all, actually, actually, if you want to call all of that marriage, that's fantastic, okay? Welcome to the liberal world, Daniel, okay? So we don't need your Islamic mumbo jumbo and the state coming out and like p- putting a stamp on every, th- every single one of these bonds. Uh, if you want to call them all marriage, is that what you're saying? Is it then okay? Well, then great. Welcome to the chosen family structure. If all of that is marriage, marriage is also something biological. The it's desire not. to pair bond is biological. That is. Uh, the desire to form families is biological. It's associated with hormones like oxytocin. Community is also biological. Check, check the research. Tribalism is uh, part of human nature and belief in God. Like, okay, check the research. Who said it's not? Who said is who? Who said it's not? Yeah, we know we like communities, and we need Islam. We don't need Islam to build communities, right? It's kind of like, hey, like, hey, KKK is a great thing. Why? Because they have a community, and we want communities, right? Yeah. Well, like, are you against, are you against communities? 
Do you not know that communities is like this natural desire that we have? Well, KKK, they're building communities, so therefore it must be a good thing. Is also biological. So these are- we can't provide we can't provide communities, Daniel, without your goddamn stupid barbaric religion. Are four biological things that are associated with human beings universally, and a Muslim society is far more uh, conducive to preserving those things and protecting those things than a no, liberal society. We have. What do you mean? We we're in a liberal society, we don't have communities. Do, people can people are building communities left and right all the time on so many different ways. Who's against communities? We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have a tennis club. We have like hiking communities. We have biking communities. We have Game of Thrones fans communities. We have Atheist Republic communities, right? Like they, we have more communities than ever before. People are like, as we're speaking in liberal societies, people are building new communities, right? People are like, we have we have Toastmasters. Like we have more communities than before, not less communities than before. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Couldn't we say that where he is right now, so the modern day debate convention, couldn't we say that's a community of modern day debaters that are regrouping, <laughs> you know? We have trans community. Oh, we have LGBT communities, <laughs> right? Like, what the... <laughs> So a liberal would be, as a matter of fact, much more happy living in a Muslim society as opposed to a Muslim living in a liberal society where his religion is attacked, his belief in God is attacked, his family is attacked, his community is attacked by through all kinds of policies. Again, we can look at the colonial administration. It's like, oh my God, his Muslim Muslims in liberal society, their God is attacked. Okay, well, I mean, LGBT people in Islamic countries, their, their, their neck is attacked, you know, with a sharp object. Okay, so like I don't think that's comparable, Daniel. I don't like, oh, like they're talking nasty. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so oppressive. Like, this is so much worse than LGBT people in the Muslim community. Like, oh my God. So, like, this is their definition of happiness. Okay. You know, as an LGBT person, right, your happiness is being more guaranteed to you in an Islamic country. Yes, we might be you cutting your neck off because you have done gay stuff, okay? But this is for your good and for your happiness, even if you don't agree that this is happiness, we are defining happiness that way. But it's an absolute tragedy if a Muslim that is living a much more prosperous life, much more richer life in a liberal country, but because people in that environment get to say nasty things about their God, apparently their life is so torturous that based on our definition of happiness, that, that is an attack on them way more than, you know, killing gay people could be like that's how that's the bizarre world that daniel lives in and the rest of us have to accept apparently yeah he will bring that up later like how one of the reasons like his problems with atheists and ex-muslims are that like blasphemy basically he'll yeah. he use that as, like blasphemy is like an insult to our culture and all that yeah yeah apparently that's a greater greater attack on people than killing them we can look at uh, different kinds of countering violent extremism initiatives that are applied in 85 okay, so countries wait, around okay, the globe. Before we get, sure. okay. yeah, we're trying to stop the rambling, okay? Yeah, like, 
<laughs> like, yeah, we need to stop the rambling. It's attacked by through all kinds of policies. Again, we can look at the colonial administration. We can look at uh, different kinds of countering violent extremism initiatives that are applied in eighty-five okay, so countries around the globe. Before we get, sure, okay. yeah, we're trying to stop the rambling. Okay, so again, okay, beta, beta is like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on my on my old like speech again. I'm just gonna be like give you a lecture, academic lecture, so just to because instead of answering a question, I like this thing. Like, okay, well, shit. Cut it right here. Cut it right here. We're gonna stop the rambling. And, and Daniel's like, okay, okay, okay. Like this is such a beta move. This is so beta. Like, like you're completely being manhandled. You're being whipped around. You're being, you're such a pussy, Daniel. What happened to being a Chad? What happened? Like this, this, this gay guy, this like liberal gay guy is like just like completely controlling you. Like, Lee, like, oh my god. Um, Muslims can make communities and they can exist in a liberal society insofar as they don't violate the laws of that liberal society. But it seems that it would be much harder for a liberal to live in a more strictly run Muslim society because a lot of the laws of the Muslim society are going to be far more um, personal reaching in terms of dictating how you live your life. To circle all the way back to the gay person that we see. By the way, the reason why I say this liberal gay guy is not because I think like they're, they're betas, okay? I'm just saying based on their stereotypes, based on these... Um, Islamic Chad stereotypes is like we're like the alpha, we're like the straights, you know, we get laid, we get like women to serve us, and we're alpha, and these like liberals, they're like the, the LGBT, they're they're the beta, they're the pussies, right? Like that's not my standard. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out how contradictory society you're gonna be far more. Susanna is like, oh yeah, but uh, Destiny is bisexual. So Susanna is also bi, she's like bisexual power represent. <laughs> oh, that's a Vikram, yeah. Yeah. Um, personal reaching in terms of dictating how you live your life. To circle all the way back to the gay person that we seem very reluctant to address, it seems to me that that gay person would probably have an easier time in a liberal society than in a Muslim society. And it also seems in general that Muslims can probably live in liberal societies far easier than very liberal people can live in Muslim societies. I don't think that's very controversial to say. I mean, all you say is it seems this, it seems that. I've given you references and a, an argument for why that's not the well, case. Well, if we want to give references, it seems to you, so, okay, well, if, you're in the history, you. if you know more about the earth, because you probably do. I, I, so I'll ask you honestly if I were to go to the most extremely liberal countries in the world, like say the United States, could I find thriving Muslim communities there? And then if I were to go to the most extreme Muslim communities in the world, would I find thriving liberal societies there? What do you think would the answer to that? Well, what do you define? You keep defining this or using this term liberal because Muslims can be liberal, Christians can be liberal, and you, don't, you haven't set the standard for what actually achieves happiness. I tried to ask you a question about it, you didn't answer. Um, you haven't defined what liberalism is, you've just questioned my definition. So you're asking these questions I can't possibly answer. I've explained based on your definition of who's a liberal. Based on your definition, Daniel. Why a liberal in Muslim society is going to be happier than vice versa. I can talk about the policies within liberal countries against Muslims. I've been talking about how let's like talk about a historical example. Algeria. Do you think Muslims in Algeria were re really happy when they're under this uh, native code that the French had uh, placed on all Algerians and Africans uh, going all the way to Senegal where you know you had a French administrator who had tried to be sleeping at night but the frogs in the local pond were too loud. So Algerians were forced to go and like pat the, the surface of the pond. It's not a liberal society. Okay. He's going to talk about French crimes in Africa which were horrible okay horrible because that's not a liberal society because there was lack of liberty <laughs> quiet the frogs so they don't make noise for this french administrator who wants to uh sleep and this is like french have you heard of liberté egalité fraternité you know that's okay, a liberal so doctrine is france a liberal country because these I'm are the policies to, yeah, so that they put on muslims are muslims happy are, are those algerians happy enough okay um yeah so i'm gonna Ask the question again because you avoided it. So I'm going to say, do you think that there are more thriving Muslim societies in extremely liberal countries like the United States, or we can say France, or we can say England, or we can say any other country you want in the Western world, or do you think that there are more thriving liberal societies and more fundamentalist or extreme? Like this is perfect. Destiny, instead of like dancing, you know, to his tune, he's like, I'm going to go back to my question because you completely ignored my question. Some countries. 
So in these liberal societies, Muslims are under all kinds of restrictions and the Muslim community is not thriving. The Muslim community is being eroded away okay, because of these kinds of secular policies. In terms of Muslim- That's, That goes against every data. Like Mr. Data, Mr. Mr. You know, the person that keeps wanting like went to, all data shows that Muslims are living much more prosperous lives in liberal countries than in Islamic countries. And uh, one thing I'm a bit confused by, so he he yeah, sorry, he is using the example of um, uh, what happened in Africa with the French, and then he's pointing out how uh, in France there's the laicite, so the the secularism, which is a bit like France is like the most extreme version of secularism than around the world. So he's trying to use that as an example on how secularism is screwing over Muslim lives, but I have a bit of doubt about like. When it comes to what happened in Senegal, does that have anything to do with the current secularism in France? Or was that like a completely no. thing? The, no, yeah. The, the, the things that French did in Africa, for example, those are like, um, uh, yeah, those are completely contradictory to the secular values and liberal values that they were promoting and are promoting right now at home. So, yeah. Muslim societies, Muslims have been uh, able to accommodate many different religion and cultures. This is why Islam is the most culturally diverse, ethnically diverse religion, because we can accommodate all of these different kinds of cultures and different ways of life and even um, belief systems. And these kinds of cultures... Their definition of accommodate is like you, you know, shut your mouth, do not complain, no free speech, completely authoritarian. You basically... Like, they, they accommodate people who are... Um, non-muslims the same way a jail accommodates its prisoners that's how but that's what they mean by accommodate have lasted for hundreds and hundreds of years but if you look at where liberalism has spread religions have gone extinct actual ethnic peoples have Based. gone extinct tribes have gone extinct languages have gone extinct this is the actual colonial history that you don't want to confront i'm bringing okay sorry i mean he, yeah he's, he's asking me questions so I'm you're like you're not answering his questions. Like even the mods are like you're not answering his questions. If I'm going to well, I, I think that the answer kind of speaks for itself. Um, you don't want to get to the for obvious reasons. I understand, but if you have uh, questions, go for it. <laughs> like okay, you're not answering me. I know why you're not answering me, but I think it's pretty obvious. That's but so. <laughs> no, I, I really want to answer your question, but I thought I, don't I think did. you do because you know the answer. So no, no, okay. tell me. <laughs> like, I like, I don't, that's so cool. That was so base. Look at that. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you want to answer this question. You know, one I thing know I'm, I'm thinking about, like, I'm trying, because I recently watched the uh, Daniel Harris Sultan debate. And I'm just, I was, I was thinking of how they differed with this one. I feel like mm. Harris knew more about Islam than Destiny, but mm. Destiny has, is better able to hold Daniel to the argument than Harris was. Because with Harris, sometimes either I felt like Harris was going way too ad hominem or it was going into way, like, it's like the topic is changing every time and he was not able to bring it back to the topic. You know what I mean? Okay, to be fair, I don't think anybody could be destiny at debating. <laughs> like, I don't think, like, I don't think, like, you're compared. Okay, so first of all, Harris, that was his first debate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Destiny does nothing but debate. <laughs> like he he like ninety percent of his time is spent debating, and he's the best at it, right? Like it's very unfair to compare anybody to Destiny when it comes to debating skills, right? Yeah, no, I was not uh, trying to criticize Harris. I was just because I recently yeah. saw both, so I was trying to compare right. them in my head. 
but yeah, I yeah, would yeah. not be able to do even what Harris did. Yeah, yeah, no, I I would not be able to ever debate the way the city debates. Like he's so he, you know, he's the man. I I think he's the. I can't think of anybody that is better at debating than Destiny. Let's go for it. No, I, I really want to answer your question, but I thought I, I think did. you do because you know the answer. So, no, no, okay. tell me. You, <laughs> all you, you think so that liberals I, are just LGBT people? Obviously, obviously, in a, in a more liberal country, there are other religions that can exist within that liberal country, so long as religious freedoms are afforded to people, which seems to be the case in the majority of the Western world. There are places in the United States where there are many different ethnic groups and many different religious groups. If I go to more fundamentalist uh, religious countries uh, that are Islam, I'm probably not going to find that diversity of groups. Uh, both Christians and Jewish people have been persecuted across a ton of countries in Northern Africa and the Greater Middle Eastern region. The idea Muslims even fight amongst themselves in some of these countries. Um, whether you're talking about a Sunni or Shia divide that exists in Iraq historically, um, or, or whether you're talking about wars that are ha happening in um, Yemen, uh, there's all sorts of, of religious conflict and geopolitical conflict that occurs there. The idea that liberals can exist in fundamentalist Muslim societies uh, as easy, as easily as Muslims can exist in liberal dominant societies, I, I think is, is pretty self-evident. You can see that Muslims, are, you, can, you can claim that Muslims are under attack in liberal societies, which is probably better than in other societies where, um, where liberals have probably been killed in Muslim societies or other religious groups that have been completely excised because more of the fundamentalist communities are in, intolerant of any other types of liberal communities. What you're saying is so unbelievably outrageous. Like I can't express how outrageous well, part this of it is. was outrageous. Oh, ho, 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 Daniel, always oh, outrageous. Muslim society, what Muslim societies exist in the world today? Where can Muslims actually implement? Oh my God, this is like so stupid. This is so stupid. So Daniel is like, is going to go on the, this rant about like, these are, none of them are Islamic. Okay. None of them are Islamic. Okay. So, but you know, how? first of all, okay. So none of these are Islamic, but, but everything that he said, everything that uh, Destiny said, would be even more true under the Islamic country that um, an Islamic Ummah that uh, Daniel approves of. But let's see. Islamic law today in the world. And if they can't, countries not? in Northern Africa or in the Middle East. Wait, talk to the audience. I have mail. I'll be right back. So, yeah. Hi everybody, like do you have like any question or anything you want to say? Uh I'm back, I'm back. Honestly, I don't yeah, I don't know what to say to the audience, like <laughs> <laughs> you should keep them entertained. Okay, okay. No, in Northern Africa, how can, where where are you allowed to apply Sharia, Islamic law? Where? Sharia law can exist in any country. What do you mean? Yeah, it can exist theoretically, yeah. But where does it exist in the world today? In any Muslim community, it should exist. No, this is where you're fundamentally mistaken. Your, it's not is, allowed is, to exist because is, of a liberal world what, order. What does Sharia law mean to you? When, listen to this example. Well, no, no, no. I don't want to understand. I want you to tell me. What does Sharia law mean Islamic to you? Islamic law. What does that mean? Islamic law. Okay, you, I'll get to a debate on Islam without knowing what Islamic law I, I will get, well, maybe you'll correct me if I'm wrong. So I'll give you my understanding of Sharia law. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. So a sh Sharia law in a Muslim community might mean that there are a special sect of um, punishments or behaviors that are enforced among that community that exist independent of any sort of national legal system. Do you agree with that? No. Okay, Islamic law, requires, Sharia law Islamic law requires a governmental authority for all these punishments that you're talking about regarding gays, regarding like I as a Muslim, according to the strictest interpretation of I'm Sharia law, I can't go and just kill someone because I, they're violating so Islamic law. So you're law telling or, me that in, in Islamic communities, there is absolutely no form of penance or punishment that can exist that isn't delivered by a government. No. I mean, oh, no, no. It, Wait, what? System. Do you agree with that? No. Okay, Islamic law, requires, Islamic law requires a governmental authority for all these punishments that you're talking about regarding gays, regarding like I as a Muslim, according to the strictest interpretation of Sharia law. I can't go and just kill someone because I, they're violating so Islamic so law. So you're telling or, me that in, in Islamic communities, there is absolutely no form of penance or punishment that can exist that isn't delivered by a government. No. I mean, oh, no, no. It depends. Criminal. Wait, what are you talking about? You could beat your wife. You could beat your wife, for example, like without a government. Yeah, punishment. Not talking about just criminal. If they're, they're like, are, if, are you if your child disobeys you, are you, are you, are you allowed to tell me that there is, yeah, that kind of punishment? There is, is no form of religious discipline in Islam that can't be carried out without a government 
oversight, according to Islam or the reality right now? The reality in, the in Muslim communities across the world. The reality in communities, uh, Muslim communities across the world, they are under a liberal system, whether it's a liberal government in charge, like in Egypt with Abdul Fattah Sisi or Saudi Arabia with Mohammed bin Salman, liberals or any other Muslim country. You cannot apply Islamic law because you have these liberal dictatorships that prevent that. There is, look at Brunei, look at the small country of- But, that, but doesn't that um, make what Destiny said even more true? Right. So you are. Um, so like we can't have full on like if, if any country like was on full on Islamic right now, there would be like ISIS. Right. So given the natural, the liberal order in the world and how unacceptable and how, you know, everybody would sanction you, everybody would like not deal with you. Right. So it would be hard. Like so it would be hard for any country to go full on Islamic. Right. So they can't because they want to have a relationship with the rest of the world, right? Um, but Destiny was saying, like, these are the conditions that would, under an Islamic country, these would be the conditions. And that's what, like, you know, liberal, these would be the horrible conditions that liberals or, like, um, people of other religions or LGBT would be living in, right? And he's saying that, I don't know, like, well, these are these countries cannot even be fully Islamic. Well, wouldn't it be worse if they were fully Islamic? Like, I don't understand what his outrage is about. Like, do you understand what he was trying to say? No, um, there's something that uh, Metad Skeptic said in chat. The Every problem with Islamic countries is liberalism. Everything right with liberal countries is thanks to Islam. It's That's basically what I'm, I've heard Daniel say throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand what point he's trying to make. He's like, okay, these countries are not fully Islamic. They can't be fully Islamic because of the liberal order or because of the the way the world is right now, right? But how is that? How is that? How is that in make in favor of his point? I think, I think that Destiny was making a claim that Muslims can live in a liberal society, and Daniel is refuting it by pointing out we can't even have Sharia. How can we have a Muslim society? um we can't even have sharia right we can't even have sharia well it's not okay so i think daniel's definition of force is like a kind of like a weird one right because technically you can but the rest of the world is just not gonna deal with you i mean you're not owed a relationship with the rest of the world okay like for example which country was it when they were wanted to introduce stoning for gay people, right? I forgot which country it was. And then the rest of the world was like, we don't like that, right? We don't want to deal with you if you are doing that. Like, you could, we could go entire relationship with you. So they see that as being forced to not be fully Islamic. Well, like, well, is it Brunei? What, yeah, it was Brunei, right? So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, but. But if that's your view, then other countries are supposed to be forced to be trading with you. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how you behave, like, you're not entitled to other countries having trade relationships with you, right? So, for example, if Vikram says, like, let's say me and Vikram have a business, you know, we, we do trade with each other, right? And all of a sudden, I realize that Vikram, I know, beats women. Okay, <laughs> right. And I'm like Vikram, I don't want to have to deal with you. I don't want to trade with you. No, I'm going to cut ties, business ties with you. Right? You're gonna like, oh, Armin is forcing me not to beat 
woman right you have to keep doing business deals with me you know you have to have this business maintain this business relationship but i mean if we're living in a situation where i have to maintain a business relationship with me it's technically i am the one who's being forced not you right i just you could like you could continue beating women right if i if i am i mean technically you shouldn't be you should be arrested yeah. right? but i'm saying i'm i'm not the one i'm not the one who's forcing you if i don't want to deal with you i am not the one who's forcing you not to do it right i just i'm deciding just to move not be associated with you so so the force is not coming from me right i mean if you get arrested the force is coming from the police right so if a fire country has cut ties with brunei just because like they are like introducing stoning for adultery for example right you know you could even if you continue doing that uh you you're the one who's deciding that well the the islamic laws are worth more to us than business relationships you know, economic ties with other countries, right? So it's technically not really force. Yeah, I'll be honest, like, I've heard this debate, this debate, I watched it, like, this is my third time watching it. But even though I've heard it before, the, the level of misogyny and like homophobia that Daniel has, it's really extreme. Like nowadays, people don't tend to be to that level, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's very extreme. That's why this is very good. This is why it's actually, this is really helpful. Like, we don't we just need that i am in favor of daniel to becoming more and more famous and his channel growing okay because he's really doing our job for us like i really mm, he it's so amazing that they think that they are promoting islam and they're winning but the more daniel wins as in win as in his channel grows and his audience grows and he becomes more invited in more debate like we are we should just be like rooting for him like we should just be like invite him to more debates let more people see what islam is representing right um and they it's so beautiful because they don't know how much of a win their exposure is for our cause right and they keep thinking like they are like they must be oh my god look at like they, they do you know their audience is growing the channel is growing they're getting invited they think like oh they're doing something good and they must be winning something but I think they're winning for us. Like, I think Daniel is, without knowing it, he's like on our team. Brunei and South Asia. They wanted, they wanted, they wanted to apply Islamic law when it comes to sexual fornication, extramarital affairs, and yes, homosexuality. They got slammed by all liberals all over the world. The U.S. was calling for sanctions. They introduced legislation into Congress to condemn Brunei by guess who? Okay, well, how is that being forced? You're being condemned, and people wanted to cut ties with you. That's not force. You could, if you. If you value your Islamic law so much, you could continue doing that. Other countries don't owe economic relationships with you. Ilhan Omar, who called the Sharia in this legislation that was introduced in Congress, Ilhan Omar says that the Sharia is barbaric in order to condemn Based. this small Muslim country that got it into their heads that they could somehow practice Islam. Nowhere in the world is Islam being practiced and Sharia law being practiced because it's not allowed to happen. The liberal order Thank you, please. So I agree that there are liberal governments that protect fundamental or basic freedoms that your religion might seek to infringe upon. I would consider that positive. But I do believe yeah. <laughs> that there are forms of Sharia or other types of religious laws, like Catholics, that can be enforced in countries that don't require you to kill people or execute people or do other things. You can excise people from your religious institution, like excommunication in the Catholic Church. There are forms of punishment, such as additional chores for children or for doing certain types of penance in religious communities. That you yeah, basically, it's not a binary thing. Like Daniel wants to pretend like there's like no Islam, apparently, being in like you can't say like these countries like we can't use these islamic countries as a way to see what living under islam looks like because 
they can't be Islamic, okay? Because because of the liberal world being liberal and stuff, like the liberal order, right? But that's such a, such a dumb point to make because it's not Islam on, Islam off kind of situation, right? It's not like zero or 100. Obviously, there are countries that, okay, maybe they can't be as Islamic as they want, okay? But they are more Islamic than, I don't know, United States or Canada, right? So there are somewhat Islamic. I mean, you can't be like, oh, they can't be fully Islamic. Well, so is it not like, is like Indonesia not more Islamic? Is Iran not more Islamic? It's like Pakistan not somewhat Islamic? Like, you know, you just you can't just be like, oh, we can't look at these countries at all as a way to see what living under Islam looks like because th this is not true Islam. It is somewhat Islam. Right? You can be forced to do as penalty for things. My understanding is that, much like, like under Christian laws, there can be forms of Sharia law that enforce these types of things. Or there might be other forms of punishment that could come down that don't require you to actually kill somebody. I think oh, I can be considered with other forms of punishment that don't just happen to do with executions. But if you're going to resist that, you're going to say, well, no, actually, Sharia laws resisted all over the world in liberal societies because we don't let Muslims murder gay people. I guess I'll bite the bullet on that one and say, okay, well, in that case, I'm okay with liberalism as being authoritative over Islam because I like to defend fundamental human rights among other groups of people. So, I mean, I'm sorry to say this, Destiny, but you're reducing uh, Sharia and all of Islam to killing gays. I mean, this is really a reductive attitude, and I don't know if it's because you're ignorant of the, of Islam. Nobody's reducing all of Islam to, to killing gays. They're like, why are you why are you pointing out that we want to kill gays? <laughs> stop, stop. Oh, well, because you do. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. It's like, oh, my God. Like, it's, oh, it's as if, like, hey, you uh, you want to reduce everything that Nazis do to like killing Jewish people, right? Why are you just talking about what that? Like you don't, you know, they did other things as well, right? Like you being so reductionist and like talking about Nazis as a thing. All they did was just kill Jews. Like yeah, like so unfair to the Nazis. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is like, strange. I haven't seen like this level of like homophobia like in a long time. Because even nowadays, like most homophobic content from like any conservative speakers, it's not to that level, you know? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Islamic law encompasses all areas of life. It encompasses theology. It encompasses like um, relations. And like, hey, we don't just kill gays. Is what okay, gays, right? We have also we also tell you to sit down when you're peeing. Okay. We also tell you to sit down when you pee. Okay. We tell you to pray this direction and not that, that direction. We tell you to like this, like, okay, so it's not, Islam is not just about killing gays. Okay, let's just be clear about that. It has that, and we don't, it has that, okay? But it's not just that, okay? So that makes it a lot better, okay? between your neighbors, your family, your spouse. But this is also prohibited so, under liberalism. Yeah, this is what I'm getting to. This is what I'm getting to. In these Muslim countries, like Pakistan is an example, a very traditional Muslim country. Now, because of the pressure of liberal uh, human rights in international law, they have introduced all kinds of marriage laws that affect family law within Pakistan. So things like triple divorce. Oh, yeah. I, actually, what you, should, what you should have said is like, how dare you reduce Islam to... to, to just killing gays we kill apostates as well okay thank you very much thank you very much don't be so reductionist don't be so like gay killing reductionist we kill other people as well okay or triple to lock um things like different inheritance laws things like um, things like ages of the brides for the things like ages of right yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all of these things all of these things that's what i was saying well. yeah. destiny brought that up 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's fantastic. It's like, and, and Daniel's like, yes, yes, Asians are bright as well. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Daniel doesn't, oh my, Daniel doesn't even know what's happening. In Pakistan. So things like triple divorce, triple talaq, um, things like different inheritance laws, yeah. things like, um, things like ages things. of the brides for the, things like ages of brides, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. these things, all of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this thing is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, oh ages are bright, right? Yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Daniel doesn't even know he's being humiliated. So Muslims cannot practice. Marrying 12-year-olds? I think that's probably so that's okay. That's infringement You're conceding, of you are conceding the debate because the whole debate is about does liberalism oppress Islam and Muslims? And you're conceding the that, problem. yeah, even right now, you from this table are, you know, you're an armchair oppressor of Muslims. You're like, yeah, we should like get rid of all these Islamic practices. Yes, we should get rid so, of like yeah, so Islamic earlier, laws. Yeah. Like, um, he thinks he's winning. He thinks he's winning by by saying like, oh, look how oppressive liberals are by saying that we cannot marry nine-year-olds, right? Like, this oh, this is like, so oppressive. Yeah. This is the part where I was confused remember, when we were messaging each other before. If, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. if the debate topic was actually, does liberalism require the domination of Islam? I don't think mm -hmm. destiny disagrees with that. You know what I mean? Like, because technically yeah. to have a liberal society, you should like, you should like, it's like the Islamic laws and all that just can't be, right? Yeah. No, but, I am, I'm completely in favor of dominating Islam. But I think like, but I think like uh, uh, Daniel was like under the impression that the, we, like this is the question that is supposed to be the topic of the conversation, right? But I think mm -hmm. like Daniel is under this impression that like, oh, this is a, like a very formal structural thing that apparently Destiny was supposed to take the side of, um, you know, liberalism does not, you know, dominate uh, Islam, right? I mean, technically, um, if you want liberalism, you don't want Islam, <laughs> right? And uh, you don't want, like, it, did Daniel, like, Daniel said, like, okay, so he, he conceded. <clears throat> so I won. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but the so, weird thing so, is that, sorry, go no, ahead. Wait, let me make this point, let me make this point, right? But do you really, if that if that's what you think that the winning and the losing of the debate was whether or not uh, liberalism requires dominating Islam means that liberalism does not stand against child marriage like did you so daniel was like oh he conceded so like li liberalism do not want to allow people marrying children right uh, and that means that and destiny admitted that and that means that we won i won the debate because he conceded the point that liberalism does require domination as well if that's how you want to look at if if you think this was the position destiny was supposed to defend did you re were you really under the impression, Daniel, that Destiny was Destiny's position was that we as liberals would want to allow people marrying nine-year-olds? Do you think that was the position that Destiny was supposed to defend? Because if we don't want to allow that, and that means we're dominating Islam, then I'm pretty sure we all know that all of us are in favor of dominating Islam, if that's what you mean by dominating Islam. Nobody on the right mind would not be in favor of limiting, limiting people's access to having sex with children, okay? <laughs> limiting, by limiting, I mean completely eradicating, right? Like, like oh, if, so, so based on Daniel's definition, right? Having sex with children, not allowing that, means we're being oppressive. Okay, and we're dominating Islam, and we're being like too authoritarian. Okay, that's the, that's Daniel's definition, 
and if he can prove that we are doing that, then he's won the debate. Okay, so Daniel, you won. Okay, you have won this debate. Congratulations. Yes, we don't want to let you to have sex with children. Okay, you're the winner. We're okay. If that's if that's what it means for us to lose, you you win. Go home. Okay. Congratulations. You. <laughs> Yeah, one <laughs> thing that <laughs> yeah, I was reading the chat, like these guys are like so funny on this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know yeah. if we can show the other thing that Matted Skeptic said, but yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree with him. Uh, Wait, which one? This one? The last comment, the Daniel Pikachu destroys. Can I say the word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, we are allowed to say it. Okay, yeah. So Daniel Pikachu destroys Libtard Atheist. By getting him to admit he wants to oppress Muslims <laughs> by stopping them from killing gays and shot, right? <laughs> yes, how oppressive, how oppressive. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, Daniel is uh, doing this weird thing where he's saying, so the debate is, uh, does liberalism require oppressing Muslims or does liberalism require oppressing Islam? He's mixing them up, but... Like Destiny could just point out that like to protect Muslims, you gotta up, like dominate Islam. You know what I mean? Like because at the end, like the biggest victims of Islam are gonna be the Muslims themselves. So to truly exactly. be protecting them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just Islam, or, or you know, like it's like um, all religions, right? No, I mean, like, hey, like you could say liberalism is also oppressive, apparently, because we're like, you know against i don't know nazism as well <laughs> we want to dominate we want to destroy nazism and dominate over that does that make us oppressive <laughs> so earlier you conceded the debate yeah so earlier yeah, you, you so this is my question so you said that sharia law couldn't exist in a liberal society and i've had plenty of Muslims. wait i think we should end this here i think we went halfway through maybe we could do that other half later right what do you think? yeah we should do that yeah. other half though yeah. i think at some point yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what were your thoughts so far? I think like, yeah, I think this is great. I think like I want um, more people, you know, we went through a period where it, like it seemed like liberals are supposed are defending Islam. I think we have moved way past that now, right? Like we're not in that, you know, only like some very weird progressive leftists, like not all progressive, okay? Some very fringe groups of leftists mm -hmm. might be defending Islam now, right? We have completely matured out of that, right? I'm, I didn't, I, I hated that, that time period that we're, we were in when most criticism of Islam were coming from right-leaning people, especially because a lot yeah. of these right-leaning people were just bigots and they have alternative motives. I'm so glad to see like m m all of the most prominent leftist, um, you know, liberal Western leftists are completely anti-Islam, right? Which is fantastic, mm -hmm. right? And also love to see that this is Daniel is getting so much coverage, right? Because this is what we want people to see. What you know, we didn't want this whole a lot of these liberal moderate Muslims come and support. I, I mean, I appreciate liberal and moderate Muslims defending secularism, defending liberty, defending, you know, LGBT. I appreciate them for that. But I hated the fact that they were also suggesting that this is Islamic, okay? Um, and I think that was a huge misrepresentation of what Islam teaches. So I'm so glad that people like Daniel Hegaju are getting platformed 
uh, for more people to see what actually what mainstream Islam actually teaches. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering because I remember you brought up how you sent Destiny some pointers. Like, did he wait before some... people before people leave? Um, people are, might be leaving. Guys, subscribe to this Armin Navobi channel and make sure you like before leaving. Okay, and also please share it. And people are because people are saying they can't wait for part two. So make sure you subscribe to see part two. Okay, thank you. But yeah, go on. And then uh, did, we have to go. Uh, how much has Destiny used? Uh, like some of the stuff you gave him. Because some of the things you were saying sounded similar to stuff I've heard you say to Daniel before. I actually don't know. Maybe I'll, um, yeah. But but I think like honestly like you don't even need to know much about Islam to be able to destroy it because it's so barbaric, right? Like how much do you need to know about Islam to just be able to see that you know the hom the amount of homophobia, transphobia, the amount of um, you know I mean it promotes childhood right and wife beating and slavery like what else do you need to know right you don't need to be an expert in islam to be able to stand against these things right mm -hmm. you don't need to be like reading the entire quran and know arabic and know the hadith okay all you need to know is like all you need to have all you know is that it just promotes slavery wife beating and you know the killing of lgbt and apostates right there you go all that's all you need to know Okay, and it's clearly there, and you know, anybody could be against Islam based on those. Yeah, one thing I notice sometimes that um, a lot of more after this, I have to go because it's yeah, yeah, I'm just, really I'm hungry, end it on yeah. Here. So, yeah, one thing I notice that a lot of conservative religious people will do from other from non uh, Abrahamic stuff, from like say Hindus or Muslims or whatever else, is that you use very woke language, but you're pushing very conservative message. And then, like, if you get criticized, you'll blame it on imperialism or colonialism, even though your own, like, the things you're supporting also promotes their own version of imperialism or colonialism. Yeah, I mean, they're not against you. Dan you're talking about Daniel, right? Yeah, uh, I'm Daniel, but, but also I've seen other people do it too. But yeah, in this yeah, case, yeah, but Daniel is not against. He's not against imperialism and colonialism, like because he's for it. If if. He's just pointing out that you can't criticize Islam for it because you guys also are doing it. You know what I mean? Like he's just saying he he accepts the Islamic version of it, but he's just like you're hypocrites for saying like we are being, um, you know, you know we spread Islam by the sword. Of course he he's like he's like of course we spread Islam by the force and we're proud of it, right? But though you guys are hypocrites because he he thinks that we are also supporting the same thing in, in a different way. Um, Anyways, I'm gonna end the stream. Uh, guys, thank you so much. People are saying, um, so saying the stream was good. Um, yeah, no, Ghassam, I can't do a stream on the Persian channel today because I did this and I would be. I need to do other things as well. So that's why. Anyways, thank you guys and talk to you guys soon. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Part two coming at some point. And bye bye.